Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mike. I'm Dave. Who the what fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell did you come from? Who's Dave? <laughs> uh, the door was open. Oh, oh shit. Uh, I told you to lock that. Uh, people just be wandering in here, talking into our microphones. I didn't even see him come in. Did you see him come in? I didn't. He's a sneaky fucker. Damn it. Hard to miss, though. <laughs> I know the solution for that. Ooh, nitro. Ha. Huh. <laughs> Extra crispy. Oh, Dave's is a bottle. Oh, <laughs> and it's already oh, open. Here, do you hey, want to? No, yeah. no, no, wait, 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 wait. Pour a little bit of that in there first. Pour what in there first? Didn't you want to try some of this? Yeah, yeah. Just pour a little bit. No, I'm not. Don't drink out of my can. I'm not going to drink out of your can. Just pour a little Sorry. bit. Sorry. We are doing beer things this, this afternoon, this evening, whatever the fuck this is. Is this a nitro? Yes. Okay. That's all the heart I get. That's all you get because it's got cherry in it. And Steve's trying to not it. have a seizure. Oh, it's, it smells coffee. Uh, cherry chocolate style from Randy Hughes. No. This is a left hand brewing. Well, hold on. Before I do that, I should say that this is what do we call it? Last first call. First call. Left hand brewing. <laughs> Black Forest Nitro Cherry Chocolate Stout given to us from first call. Derek Lassini. Couldn't be here with us this evening, but he did give me a beer to drink. It was a beer for us to drink, but since Steve can't have the cherries, he got himself a, a little a little taster. Just a little tiny, itty-bitty taster. It tastes like a nitro chocolate cake. Yum. I'm excited. Not it's not bad. You say it was a stout? It's a stout. Yeah, that's what I thought. Has that chocolate and coffee kind of goodness. Stouts usually do. Indeed. So, did you say what number episode was? It is episode 107. I sure didn't. Okay. I, I was so shocked know. when there was a stranger in here. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> stranger danger, Will Robinson. Exactly. How am I supposed to say the episode number when I'm peeing my pants? I'm having a grandma's fruit salad. Which is a delicious triptych beer that they only do every so often. And for all we know, they may never do it again because that's just kind of how Anthony rolls. It's an IFA. IFA? IFA. Imperial What's... Imperial Fruited Stout or Fruited um, Ale. Not an Imperial. Um, the fuck? I can't think. India of Pale Thank Ale you. is Thank IPA. You. Sorry. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Brain, brain just farted completely. He had a quarter ounce of a beer with cherries in it and it messed him all up. Done. <laughs> and Steve died. Mm. Oh, that's so good. Mm. I'm going to be so sad when this is gone. Because when it's gone, it's gone. That's the thing, man, is a beer can be so good that they make. And everyone's yep. like, my new favorite beer, everyone's like, it, as, no matter how yep. much you make, I will buy I will buy it forever. And he's like, I'm not going to make that one anymore. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. It is. It's the this weirdest beer's thing, man. Shit. Well, we're making it for the next 10 years, so. Okay. All right. There's a few, but. There's a few that are just kind of meh. And I went to but, the shit. But the masses, you got you to gotta please the masses, too. I mean, you got to realize it's in it for the, yeah. the money. If he if Dank Meme is the best selling beer they've ever made, they got to keep making it. Even if he doesn't like it, it doesn't matter. Right. It, it just sells. Everybody True. likes it. It's good. But do you think it sells better than Grandma's Fruit Salad? Well, the thing is, there's <laughs> there's no way that Who you would knows? know that because he only makes so much of Grandma's Fruit. It's a limited run. Welcome back to Beer Talk Podcast. There's nothing wrong with that. People like beer. I like beer. We used to do a whole segment on this at the end. We're just doing we do. it right now and getting it out of the way. I know. I feel like some of the people that don't like beer are like, meh. Okay. Do we so, just say fuck those people? I guess. <laughs> I mean, how okay? How long have we been talking about beer? Fuck about you, beer Dave. for four minutes, five minutes. Know. We can get an Three, offer about out of four minutes. Four minutes, okay. Yeah. And Dave's having a cocaine. Dave's, ha Dave's having a cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Uh, okay. Were we not supposed to tell anybody that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was reluctant. <laughs> uh, you know, I think maybe I will have a beer. Yeah, maybe. Mike had to check on him. <laughs> right? Oh, if I was in recovery or yeah, something? Yeah, I had to make yeah. sure that no, he was in recovery. No, not at all. That's, That's good. He's just telling us that. Mm. He really is. Right? Do we need to call your sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to be your sponsor? No. We'd be terrible. Oh, I'd be so bad. I'd be trying to your name. That'd be no, bad. No, I'll usually tie a good one on like once a year. Like oh, the first time one? I went wheeling with you guys. Oh, yeah. Derek. I uh find your microphone. Oh my shit. I uh can't get look, up in you there. Can't man. Look, you can't I got look pretty messed up. Oh, did you that night? Oh yeah. I felt rough that? the next day. Uh Great American Crawl. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Did, we, did you guys stay the night? Yeah, we camped. Uh, we hung out. It was a good time. Yeah. Did when I, we first did I met stay? Dave. Mm-hmm. You were not there. You weren't there. Really you were not there. It was me. Uh, it was me that's and Eric odd. Gentry. Oh, yeah. And right. uh, Mall rated JK and that's ran right. into Mike and Derek. Was I there the day before? No, that was the next show event uh, when yeah. I was in the Can-Am yeah, yep. and Twisted Can-Am. Drive Shaft. Yep. Gotcha. So many missed wheeling opportunities this year. You know, where I'd like to go in 2022. Since we're talking about wheeling. Flat nasty. That wouldn't be bad, but that's Smart. not my bucket list park for 2022. And this is going to be a stretch, I think, for me. Okay. My bucket list park for 2022 is Roush Creek. I don't even know about that. In Do I know about Pennsylvania, that? I believe it is. Oh, Roush geez, that's Creek far. is in Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's not it's terrible, a click. but it is. You like, can stay on a trail all day. A trail all day? A trail all day, I it's, believe. It's it pretty. Huge. It's pretty expensive to get in. Like it's pricey, fifty bucks or something like that a day. A day really? or just like entry. That. I don't know. There was something to it. Like you had to have like a a pass, and then also had like a day pass. I don't remember. It's strange. I had to, have to have a DNR. Oh, that um, could be. Yeah. Anyway, I would like to go. It's everybody says it's a crazy awesome park. AOP like is go. pretty awesome too. Yeah. Um. I've also you guys heard need that. to go to Harlan. And then what is it? It's a uh, Black Mountain. A, what is the one over there in P, in Pennsylvania? It's not AOP. It's AO. I don't remember. AOP sounds familiar, but I'm not sure yeah, why. That's down south, though, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. There's one in. I don't remember what it is now. AOAA. Yeah, AOAA yes. is over there. Uh, I'm gonna look for Rouse Creek Off Road Park. Mike, you looking it up? I'm trying to figure out Roush Creek. I see. You said it was expensive to get in, and I'm like, well, I want to know more about that. Are you looking on the website? Yeah, I am. Cool. I'm going to give you some mileage figures. From our current location, I'll just go from home. It's easier that way. From my house to Roush Creek is 11 hours and 17 minutes. Good Lord. That's a hike for me. Well, you add an hour to it for, for me. You. Yeah. yeah. You want to go? <laughs> right, probably get, go get the ranger done. You ruined it. Mm. You ruined the surprise. Did I? Maybe. What I ruin? Oh, you must become a member of the park. The yes. membership is fifty dollars. Oh, okay. And then what's the day? The day rate? Uh, let's see. <laughs> also fifty dollars. No, it just says all persons, whether driver or passenger, must become members of the park. Oh, the membership wow. costs fifty dollars. It's good through. 1231 of the year you join. It's 
50 bucks a year. That's not expensive that's at all. Not expensive at all. You I could live there says, for a year for 50 bucks. That's if you really join between cheap. October and December, it's good through the last day of the next year. Hmm. The daily entrance fee for the vehicle. Oh, once you are a member, the daily entrance fee for the vehicle and its driver is 65. Passengers are 20 each. The 20 is waived the day a passenger pays for their membership. Oh, so it's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah, it was not it's $115 just if you go by yourself for one day. <laughs> for a day. Yeah. After you drove 11 well, hours to get there. For your first day. That's true. Second day is cheaper. Look at the trail map, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I've heard lots of good things about it, and it's just one of my buckets. I'd love to go there for the in 2022. I don't know if it's going to be a thing, but I would love to put that on my it's on my list of things I'd like to do this year. The Last camping year. is included in primitive. That's at least you just like, go and that's camp. handy. Yeah. yeah. So you want to pay for camping. I guess that's at least a bonus. I'm going to stay my ass in my truck. Right. It's been pretty comfy for me mm. in the past. You need a topper. Topper life is. Bro, I'm it short. Ain't, yeah. It ain't bad. Exactly. I'm short, so I can I can lay in the true seat. It's no problem. I know, but I'm saying you can lay flat in the topper. I laid flat in the seat. <sighs> yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying about like, it. You're right. Oh, my back. It wasn't too bad, actually. Mm. It wasn't too bad. I once I got it figured out, mm-hmm. it was fine. Well, I can't believe you slept in the back seat of the Jeep or the front seat of the Jeep. Back Oof. seat Oof. of the Jeep for Noxia. That sounds awful. Oh, it was cold. You, and you, you didn't bring a blanket with you? Oh, I brought lots of blanket. It was just that cold. It was chilly. It was in the 30s that night. Man, that's not that cold to camp. No, it's not. Yeah, insulated sleeping bag, throw a blanket over that. You're good to go. Yeah, I probably would have been fine. But I had the window above me open because I had the Jeep running for a little bit to warm it up in there. Oh, and you didn't want to die while you were sleeping? Yeah, because that thing leaks exhaust in. And I was like, oh, it smells like exhaust in here. It probably is carbon monoxide. Yep. And so I rolled the window down like maybe an inch and a half or so above my head. Terrible decision. Woke up freezing. Yep. Ended up wearing my, um, what did I end up doing? Oh, I ended up, I had some uh, flannel like fleece, uh, like pajama pants. I was just in my in my jeans and I had some uh, <laughs> the pajama pants. I ended up taking like the leg of one of those and like sticking it over my head like a stocking cap. <laughs> because somebody forgot to bring a stocking cap. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't was not expecting to get that chilly. Last time we camped, I think I wore a stocking cap the whole night. Not a terrible head's idea. kind of poking out there. Yeah. That's the only thing that's chilly on you. If you had a stocking cap, you'd be solid. And once I put that over my head, I was good. Once you put pants on your head, you were good to go. Once I put pants on my head, I was fine. There you go. Yeah. So that's the, that's the, uh, we'll keep that for the end, but that's the, the last words. Take your stocking cap camping with you. You stole my words. That's a good idea. You stole my last Come saying. Come some better ones. I can't. Now I, now all I'm going to be able to think about is how you stole it from me. <laughs> that's why I don't want to Last be... words. Don't steal your, don't steal your ghost. <laughs> last words. <laughs> Damn it. Those were going to be my last words, Steven. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> now I really got nothing. Uh, that's great. I don't want to be on this podcast anyway. You want to give some money away? <laughs> Let's do that. Since we didn't do it last. That sounds more fun time. than you stealing everything from me. Okay. We're doing it a little bit different this time. We're going to do two numbers. We're only going to, we're doing two numbers to randomize it up real extra good. So the first one is not negative three. So we five. Pick a number between one and five, Michael. One and five. Oh, because oh, those are is the... That, is that how we got to do that? Or do we just randomize? Yeah, yeah. Pick 
pick a number. Is that right? I don't know. Because then that's how you'll decide which category to randomize. Yes. Okay. Uh, is that how, why am I even using this random.org if I'm going to have you pick it? Oh, that's a good point. That seems silly. Uh, the random, the random.org. Yeah, we'll just pick the random.org numbers, I guess. It's more fun if you pick it. Oh, I'm letting you pick it. What is it? Okay. Two. One, five, two. Okay. We're doing two. And then I'll just do. Okay. We'll do this one here. And then we'll do two here. Maybe. I don't know. I'll wait on the internet. Okay. <laughs> it's very slow. It's for those slow. who don't know, the internet here is kind of trash. Yes, the internet is for sure trash. And then we'll do this. That'll be our two. And then Dave, pick a number between one and one and fifty nine. Do not pick your number. He's not going to know what it is <laughs> anyway. I don't know what it is anyway. <laughs> Actually, Mike, Mike should probably pick because no, because you don't no, know what your number it. is. You don't know okay. what your number is. Uh, twenty-seven. I don't even know what your number is. Yeah, you can't even you can't even see twenty-seven on that list. Yeah, you have no idea what twenty-seven is, and even if you did, you'd have to change. scroll down to see it. So you're counting down twenty-seven. Oh yeah, he definitely is. Okay. Mm. Swear to God, if it's you, Dave. I already went. I've already <laughs> came and gone. I believe it's this one right here. Okay. Do you want to we're double gonna, check? Or? We're gonna double check okay. that. You guys hold a conversation while I double check this. Keep the keep the listeners entertained. Dave, entertain me. Entertain oh. me with your ranger stories. Oh, so I went wheeling this last weekend. Did you? I sure didn't. No. Hey, you know what though? I did see snow day. You did. I went out in the shop and I was like, "Hey, bud. Oh, how you doing?" I did, in fact, choose the right number. Okay. Somebody's about to be really excited. Do you? Who wants to say it? Dave, do you want to say it? Can Can you say it? Can you uh, say I, that last name? I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. Joel going. You I'm not win. even sure you said it right. Yeah, it's going, going, going. You actually say the G in the end, even though there's no G. It's the the Y going, going. You know, going. Joel going. Congratulations, Joel. That's awesome. I can hand well. No, I can't hand deliver that because he's just gonna buy parts from Chris. I'm sure. You never know. You never know. Joel, you're the winner. Congratulations. Pretty sure he's caught up, so he should know about it pretty quick. He just had a baby. Neat. Yeah. So he'll need that money. Yeah, he does. He'll need those those dollars for parts. I don't know what he's gonna do with the YJ with it though. That'll be fun to find out. You mean because they don't need anything? Because Jeeps just go everywhere without new parts? No, he just just spent like the last year doing things to it like get it ready to go wheeling so, so it doesn't need anything i'll be very interested to see what it needs isn't it interesting when somebody's rig is done yeah well i mean all it's done no but no, it was, no no it's no, no i'm saying isn't that interesting when someone's rig is done that would be very interesting very i've, I've never heard of it before but i'm just saying wouldn't that be wouldn't that be neat if yes. someone like every time you wheel them oh man would you nothing side by sides those ones get done i think no you mean you buy it no. new and it's just done <laughs> no they don't no they don't <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I could get there. Like, it's like, hey, Mike, what are you doing to Snow Day next? Nothing. It's like, but what about this? And I'm like, no, nothing. It is done. It doesn't even need routine maintenance anymore. No, I it's don't dialed. mean that. That's done. That yeah. would be impressive. Oh my gosh. I put synthetic oil on everything. It's done. That cough was so hard. I can see stars everywhere. Don't do that, maybe. That was a tough one. That got me good. Mm. Tickled me. Is your probably throat swollen shut? It's probably that gnat. Could be. Did you swallow it? <laughs> it felt like it. I, it wasn't a gnat. I've got flying mm. crabs. You're welcome. Wow. And he <laughs> yeah. swallowed it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
You got crabs everywhere now. <laughs> uh, let's hope that wasn't my throat closing, like mm. closing up. Oh yeah, after that little tiny bit of cherry. Yeah, but no, I'm sure he'll come up with something good to spend that money on. It is a Jeep. It'll yeah. break, and it's a YJ. It's, it's had to break a while. He should have some plenty of time to do things. Ooh. Could someone's rig be done though? Okay, now I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going back to this a little bit because. Okay. I'm not saying that you're not going to maintain it. I'm not saying you're not going to break it. I'm saying that you've decided that whatever you've done, like you're not going to put bigger tires on. You're not going to add a locker. You're not going to add a cage. You're like, however it's set up now, you're you're done. Like, that's it. And everyone else is like, well, I'm going to just, just continuously do it. And you're like, nope. And you just maintenance it. Yes, sir. Do not raise your hand. I see you raising your hand. Okay, fine. Raise so your hand. The, the bouncer's done. It's done. 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 It's just, he's just fixing whatever breaks. Yes. You have no plans to upgrade anything. I think everything's upgraded unless I go to like bypass and uh, trailing arms, but I'm probably not going to do that. Yeah. I'm probably not going to race it because I'm a pussy. Well, okay. Yeah. Same pussy that just said, you know, uh, it was a job. It was a job. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, stra- to- I'm strapped into something that I spent my hard, hard earned mm. money on. So it's not That's really why. me. It's not really me getting hurt. You don't want to rip the knuckle off of it? Like yeah. that sort of thing? Yeah, like... like slash, destroy, a, slash a $600 tire? I think $800, $800 tire. <laughs> well, as long as we're talking about the buggy, I think while we got Dave here, we should hear about some of his toys. Okay, so we should start by... Who are you? Oh, so I'm Dave Hansen. There we go. Uh, <laughs> he's the fourth Hansen brother. I am. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm the bald one. They kept me, kept me in the back. The slightly older bald yeah, one. Slightly yeah. older. Is he More even attractive. older? Those guys are probably know. our age uh, now. I, I am. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I bet that those Hansen kids are like 40 now. Uh, I, I think, well, that'd I think be the hilarious. one, the, the most girlish looking one. Right. The one that I had a crush on until I found out they were boys. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm Oops. sure that happened to you, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I can admit it like you just did, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's, he's older than you. No shit. What? Zach Hansen, 41 years old. Dude, oh. see, that's what I mean. Like, we're like, oh, them Hansen kids. It's like, <laughs> but wait, they're older than we are. Older yep. brother. They're, <laughs> they're older than all of us. Mm. They're old as fuck. Uh, oh, the youngest one. 27. What? They have some I guess span that's right there. That's but what anyway. it says. I don't know. Zach, I don't know. I don't know the Hanson band. Like I don't, I don't know, know it either. Kids, so all I know is Mbop. All right. So anyway, Dave. Yes. Dave Hanson. They started in ninety two. That Sorry. seems silly to me. That's what it says. <laughs> Steve. What? We gotta hear about you Dave. guys. Did this? Not you me. are continuing it. Welcome to the side tangent podcast. I'm going to start. I'll do it. Back to Dave. I'll twist okay. this. Oh, so, I didn't grease it. So what do you want to know? I just, we, you know. Well, so who, far we know that Dave is Dave Hansen. <laughs> and he's not one of the brothers. So I guess. He's the middle brother. I, I got into wheeling like most everybody did in high school, backcountry roads with your buddies. and Let's uh, find some mud. And I clapped out Chevy truck hmm. type deal. What year? Uh, I think like 94. Oh, okay. hell no. It was an OBS. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah, dude. This is my first software experience in a '94 Chevy. Now I'm extra excited. Oh my god! I think my, I think my first off-road experience was in a '91, '90 or '91. You know what's fucked up? I lied. Mine was a '91. My first truck was a two-wheel drive '91 OBS, and I went and took it off-road and got all I did was get stuck. Just always. We took Matt's. I think we took Matt's because it was one-wheel drive. One-wheel drive. It was. It was a work truck. One fucking wheel drive. I didn't even have a G80. No. 
No. 4.3 open. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. 410s, though. Automatic? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Sorry. I bought it off my cousin. So it's just habit. Was that a 700 R4 then? Probably. 91, yeah. 91? I think that was, yeah, it wasn't electronic. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was fine. It was full of every shitty part that they ever had. It was fine. <laughs> I didn't it break it. I just got, 60, so. <laughs> I didn't break it. I just got stuck all the time. Either way. So Dave, so all of us started wheeling in OBS Chevys. <laughs> yes. That's pretty cool to hear about. Yes. Yes. Hopefully you guys had four wheel drive, at least. Oh, yeah, it was Z71. At least Ooh, Z71. Yeah. That's at least two-wheel drive. At least. <laughs> well, Z71B, three-wheel drive on a good day. <coughs> yeah. It, it wasn't ever a good day. It was clapped. Uh, but, yeah, I started wheeling that. And uh, shortly after high school, I joined the Army. And every military truck is four-wheel drive. Yeah. So, um, But the, the MOS that I picked, I was never in a truck. I had to walk everywhere. Oh, great. So, <laughs> but so, son of a bitch, this is not the, the I checked the wrong box, right? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I got in this to go off road. So, not on oh, foot. I was, this I is was, just hiking. Yeah. Yeah. I was off road. Yeah. Tan <laughs> Cadillacs. <laughs> tan Cadillacs. <laughs> tan Cadillacs. Those are noisy Cadillacs. Mm. But so everywhere where I was, active duty had some pretty extensive tank trails and stuff. So mm. weekends and stuff, we'd go wheeling on tank trails. I had, at that point, I had a Ranger with full-blown James Duff suspension. And who's James Duff? I'm wondering the same thing. I never heard of James Duff suspension. You've, you've never heard of James Duff? Uh-huh. It was, it's early Bronco stuff. And then he got into full-size Broncos. Um, It's similar to... Well, I'm sure Bray's truck had some Duff stuff on it at one point in time. I'm yeah. sure he'll chime in and say, "Yeah, um, yes or no." But it's it's pretty quality stuff. It's okay. not like Pro Comp or anything I've like never, that. I've never heard of James Duff, yes. but then again, I also haven't owned Fords. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, we never had Rangers. I yeah. Bought it. I bought it cheap, like an idiot. <laughs> anyway, but I had a YJ um, as well when it was a four cylinder on thirty five, so it was a pig. But I never really saw him because I was deployed all the time. Um, and then after my first enlistment, I decided, uh, yeah, this isn't for me. Got out. Got out of wheeling or got, militarying? No, militarying. Okay. Got out for like three months and I missed it. So I went into the reserves. And I've just recently retired from the reserves. But... um which the last eight years of my military career, I was actually a truck driver, master driver. Um, but it was tractor trailers. Yeah. So, you just okay. moving, moving equipment? Fuel. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yes. How hard do you have to move that? Oh, we were, at, we were at Bragg almost every year. Where's Bragg at? Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. I can't remember. I've been hitting the head quite a lot. A handful of times. I'm sure somebody will chime in and call me an idiot. But uh, but I've been, needless to say, I've been wheeling for years. Um, a decade or three. I don't think three. Two decades even? Right, right at two decades? Right at two decades, yeah. Makes so, you feel old for um, a second. Yeah. Uh, 
I noticed I'm saying uh, a lot because you got me in a spot. <laughs> oh, that's all right. And I'm not asking any questions to get you out of your uh's. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. over here looking at this DuffTuff.com mm-hmm. and Look just checking out some of the cool Bronco stuff that they got here. Quality Ford parts. Quality. Do they have any new Bronco stuff? I mean, Jeremy might need it once his <clears throat> oh, Bronco look at this. They runs sell, again. They sell crate in 2.7s right here. Oh, they do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. I'm sorry. That was low. That was uh, below the funny. belt. I'm sorry. All right, Dave. So you had a you had a bunch of rigs back in the day. Was was I've anything that anything noteworthy that you're like, man, I got to talk about this one? Or were they all just kind of so, shit boxes that you just kind of tossed aside? The first real nice rig that I actually put together myself was a 95 Grand Cherokee um v8 grand a, cherokee grand cherokee so, so it was, not a shit box so not it, it oh was, yeah it, oh. it's still what year was it 98 95 90, oh 100 shit box okay. it was it was a real real clean shit box it was all one color i can i can say that but, but the grand cherokees are like luxury wheeling though yeah yeah luxury ish <laughs> for 1995 spec oh, they had more plastic in them mm. <laughs> the cabin was a little bit wider okay um, yeah. okay but it was they are you know, technically four front and rear so yeah had that going for it but so it had a factory That's 318 the zj mm-hmm. this weekend wasn't it a 95 i don't know it was what somewhere it was. There, yeah. it was it was something but it was a zj nonetheless mm-hmm. on boggers mm, yes nice. mm-hmm. on newer boggers at that on newer they had, boggers, good, they had good was, tread he was locked wow. front and rear. He was giving her the old beans, mm-hmm. too. He did not care. He, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sheet was, metal? What's sheet metal? Yeah, yeah. I thought that thing was going over a couple times, but mm-hmm. it didn't. Um, but I had built a 392 stroker for it. It was on 37s, 8.8 rear, high pinion Dana 30 front, all on iron rock stuff. It worked well. That seems like a lot of engine for uh, a 8.8 and a Dana 30. I there's there's a trend here michael we'll 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 get at this we'll get to this okay we'll get to this um i just recently sold that Um, oh really yes uh within past couple of years because i had too many trail rigs apparently i told myself i said self you got too much shit yep you got to get rid of some of it same boat there so i started getting rid of some of it then and you then adopted there, two more. There was something. <laughs> there was something else in its spot right after that. Huh. Um, so, so what you're while, saying is, there's a- I had that ZJ. Um, I had built a pretty sweet little uh, CJ7. It was on waggies, um, front and rear on 40s. Still 4.2 T18 out of a Ford dump truck. And uh, Dana 300 with a four to one gear set in it. Um, it it was awesome, but it had no power. And like the last two years that I had it, every time I'd take it out wheeling, I'd crack some other place in the frame. So it was oh. time time for it to go. Yep. So I parted that out. I mean, it was it it was on propane and everything else. I parted that out actually i still have the engine sitting in it or sitting in the shop for it i feel like you guys over there in that bloomington area like the propanes it's just me it's just you it's just no me. it's you and ryan king i was just thinking the same thing oh, though. Ryan king yeah. yeah but his new buggy ryan's new buggy i was just over to shop the other day is it just because you guys are carved or what it's because it's cheap oh, okay it's real cheap. cheap it's i mean it's cheaper than a sniper mm-hmm. i mean 
a whole got propane kit for say a small block Ford. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Is a thousand bucks. Poly Sniper itself is a thousand bucks plus a fuel cell, plus everything else. So you can get into it, and you don't really have to worry about tuning. You slap it on and advance the timing as far advanced as you can before it starts <laughs> running like shit, and then you back it off two degrees. But why and run? It's done. Why run propane at all, though? Why not just run the injection system? Came with it. Like, what, what's the advantage? You say it's so, cheap. You know, it's cheap not doing anything. So, a CJ well, seven. Was there ever a fuel injected CJ seven, Michael? I mean, in nineteen eighty three. I mean, no. I don't know much about Jeep, so I'm gonna go with no. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're correct. I want to say okay. you can probably retrofit a. Um, you can. Oh yeah. TBI. Set yeah, up? Stick a TBI well, in their even, junkyard. But four, I don't know what the cost would be. Four liter head cheap on a four two. Is oh, it was, a big swap. It was a um it was inline six. It was an inline six. It was yes. not a four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was a it was a four, inline four six. Head. Oh, you do a four. Yeah, you can head, do a yeah. four liter head, and that's supposedly a forty horsepower gain. I don't know. I never really needed horsepower. But in then that you thing. have to do a standalone with all the injectors. You run just buy a shit box Cherokee and pull everything out of it. Oh, just do the full mm. like fast. So you're saying the issue is that you're putting it in you're always putting an engine in something that doesn't belong in there. And the easiest way to just to get it to run at all is or it was carved. Or it was carved. It was okay. carved it was carved from the factory. Got so, it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, if it's carved, then obviously propane is probably the easiest mm. way is to do it. Is propane more reliable than a carb? Upside down it Abs- is. Absolutely. Oh, upside down, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Otherwise, I, mean, I don't know much about propane. Even, so even on an incline. It's like, a float thing. Yeah. Supposedly the truck avenger carbs. It's pretty gonna, good. It's quite it? a it's quite a step above a normal. Mm-hmm. But once you get that thing standing up pretty mm-hmm. good, it'll start to choke and pop a little bit. My buddy had one on his eighty five K five. A carb, just regular carb. He had a, he had a, a truck avenger on there. Oh, okay. He had a uh, six hundred CFM truck avenger. Really? I think so. Something like that. Well, that's uh, that's interesting because I've never really heard too much, but propane will run yeah. vertical. So yeah, um, or upside down. Yeah, yeah, which <laughs> which isn't always a good thing because yeah, you know, you tip it and you can't get to your key or switch or whatever. It's still know. running, but there's no oil pressure. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's got propane. Yeah, yeah, the propane acts as lubricant <laughs> for the mains. Magic, magic. How it gets uh, there, nobody knows. Molecular. <laughs> well, the nice thing is you really don't have to change your oil with propane because it's oh, that's not nice. high carbon fuel. So I ran. It just the stays rig gold now. all the time. It doesn't stay gold. It breaks, it but breaks it's down. Not, it breaks down, but it doesn't yeah. turn dark colors. Yeah. You're not picking up a bunch of soot and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So it's especially clean mm. burning. Uh, relatively, yeah. And it smells I mean, like you're cooking on a grill. Mm. You That's smelled funny. me on the trail. <laughs> I mean, I did. It's, mm. It does smell like that. It's just mm. it makes you weird. hungry. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> like, the man, whole time. I could go for some. Is that steaks. the main disadvantage to propane? Is that it makes you hungry? Probably. Probably. And the fact that you're filling forklift tanks that nobody wants to fill, so you got to bring them to SJ Smith or something and pay forty four dollars for eight gallons of fuel. Ouch! That yeah. hurts a lot. He told me it was cheap. Well, because I had Ryan King <laughs> hook me up. So you had the cheap. <laughs> yeah. Because I know a guy. No, no, not guy. everybody knows a guy. So is it be, is it because they don't want to do it, or because they want like you to get a certified tank every time and all this, and like so you, you go through go, the politics of it, like, basically. Uh, Menards and stuff like that. Once you have a certified tank, oh. you go to S.J. Smith. They don't give a shit. Got, Got it. Know. But just here, give me your money. Yep. We don't care if you blow up. Still it's pretty expensive, expensive though. 
Yeah. $44 for eight gallons. How, I mean, how does a gallon of propane compare to like a gallon of gas like as far as efficiency? Well, it's 118 you know. octane. That doesn't oh mean anything God. as far as efficiency. That just means that it's got the potential for power and timing and everything. Yes. Yes. So efficiency. really, it depends on how efficient it is on on gasoline. If I get 10 miles a gallon and I switch to propane, what do I get now? Eight. Do I get 10, mile, 10 <laughs> miles a gallon of propane? Like, I don't know. Well, I really don't. I mean, I've never, I really, different than that. I've never really driven it on the street, so I don't. I couldn't tell you gallons. I do think there's a difference. So like my dad, so my uncle brought back two bread trucks from Cali, Mm -hmm. both of which were propane converted. Mm -hmm. I feel like he said the propane got slightly less fuel mileage. It probably did. But it was cheaper. Because you're advancing the timing so much. Yeah. Um, But it was cheaper to fuel up. Cheaper to fuel up. I guess so. At some point in time, apparently not anymore. Well, he was filling up in the, the tank for that is in the truck. And you literally pull up to a place and they like put oh, a, they have they a, hook a hose to it. Yeah, yeah. you got to like Hicks gas or something. Yeah. It's probably cheaper. They'll hook you buy it in bulk. Because like, well, like when you buy it, you fill a 20 pound cylinder. How many how many pounds is propane? It's well, the forklift tanks are 40 pounds. Or 40 and I, pounds. I know a guy yeah. and he's been putting like 50 pounds in it. So the 20, you get like a 20 pound around here. Mm. It's roughly 20 bucks, 20, 25 bucks mm. to fill a 20 pound. But I don't know how many okay. gallons that is total. So a grill, tank, probably, a grill tank is yeah. four so, gallons. Is it four gallons? I was four thinking gallons. it was four gallons, but I was thinking it was different. Yeah. Okay. Four gallons of liquid propane. I don't know how far that gets you. Yeah. But so I can tell you Toys for Tots. I started that day on a full, you know, just eight gallon forklift tank. Yeah. yeah. I had to switch tanks when we were leaving to go back up to the parking lot to load up and leave. You should do a lot of idling. Toys for Tots. Not really. When we did Toys for Tots, I used quite a bit of fuel. Like, I used, like, 10 gallons. I didn't do too bad on Toys for Tots. but man, Because I, I was just idling. I went, like, nine miles and used 10 gallons of gas. Yeah. Because well, it's just idling all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's a manual with no uh, parking brake, so I pretty you much have to shut shaft. it off. If okay. I wanna, if so I it's not that efficient. <clears throat> I don't think it's... I don't it doesn't think it's seem any, that efficient. It's not any it's, more efficient no, than gas. No, it's not okay, any more it's efficient not than gas. Yeah. makes sense. So, anyway, why don't you tell us... Uh, let's see here. We are... Why don't we get into your bouncer? Okay. Yeah, me it, and Steve we, have known about this thing for a while, and I feel like we've never really heard about it. We've seen, known pictures, it seen mm. pictures of it sitting in the shop and on a trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Pretty sure he just snags off of Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never built a bouncer. All talk. <laughs> well, I did not build the bouncer chassis. Um, Who's the chassis from? So the chassis is from some guy in Ohio that built it in his shop. Um, Some so, guy chassis. I heard those are pretty good. Apparently, decent. The, it's it's modeled off a Coal Works chassis. Um, it's actually pretty well built. I've been pretty impressed with it thus far. Um, so I bought a running, ready to go. You bought a turnkey bouncer. Turnkey bouncer. And then what did I do immediately after I so, bought it? So what you're saying is it's done very well sitting in the shop on the trailer. It's done great. Excellent. That's awesome. <laughs> except <laughs> except for the last time I took it out, I broke a shock shaft and took out a 1480 drive shaft. And Oh, yeah. You said you broke it good. I did break it pretty good. Um, wow. But so needless to say, I went a little bit overboard with it. It had just Junkyard 5.3, Turbo 400, and an Atlas. Um, I put... 513 gears in it because it had four tens and like a 4200 stall in it 
So second gear, low range was all that would work. Wow. So I put 513s in it um, and like a 2800 stall. And I took the 5.3 out. Oh, what are you doing? I'm making noises. Oh. Turn your I, volume off if you're going to try to watch videos while we're recording a podcast. I wasn't trying to watch videos. I took the... Steven. The, I took the 5.3 out and put a an 11.5 to 1 compression 408 in it with a 2.9 liter Whipple on top of it. Wow. Pro Mod Headers... Yada I did not have that much into it. Yeah. The Junkyard 5.3 just wasn't cutting it, huh? It wasn't. No. No. Um, what are I, the axles and tires in this thing? So it is a Dana 60 front with Brannock shafts. Um, GM Dana 60. None of the Super Duty stuff. Um, so an old at, 60. Old 60. Old school kingpin. Um, it's got solid axle, industries, knuckles, inner seas, high steer arms. Um, it's got their bill of aluminum hubs and Brannock's big brakes. Um, and just a welded 14 bolt with stock shafts and disc brakes in the rear. Nice. Sort of hard to go wrong with a 14 bolt. Yep. Well, there's 14 sure. bolts um, just good to go. The thing made. Uh, I'm trying to think. Just over 450 to the wheels with small exhaust on it so i'm talking two and three quarter inch primary block hugger headers two and, and three quarter or one three quarter oh one and three quarter yeah. i'm sorry I was like, that's pretty goddamn huge for primaries <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was like well, exhaust it's okay it's not yeah, bad but yeah um, primaries so inch inch and three quarter primaries that's pretty good size and to a y pipe two and a quarter inch y pipe oh to a two and a quarter inch single. Oh God. The muffler was under my seat and it was like a homemade, like chambered muffler. So it was I, a homemade oven in there Two and, yeah. two and a quarter with a supercharger. Supercharger is like, <clears throat> yeah, excuse you. That's yeah, yeah. odd. Why did you, why did you choose that size pipe? <laughs> I did not choose that size pipe. That was, that was what was on it. Oh, you just kind of made it work with what you yes. added. Got it. Yeah. Does it cackle with the headers now? No, with the, with that, a tiny with pipe. Uh, I, I never, I never really had it on. It, it, it really didn't. Oh, really? It really Surprise. didn't. Um, I was pretty surprised by it, but I took it to a pro mod shop. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of by me. Actually, it's closer to Bray. Uh, Chris Duncan race cars, and uh, they hooked it up. Did you, you say make exhaust mo better? Yeah, I said uh, <laughs> I want headers, and that's it. Two inch primaries, or two and a quarter inch primaries to a four inch muffler with turn out or turn downs. Nice, and that's what they gave me. Stainless steel, you know everything. Oh yeah, she that can definitely awesome. breathe on the backside. Yes, um, I think it picked up probably sixty seventy horsepower. Just by the seat of the pants. So you're, you think you're over 500 to the wheels? Absolutely. That's awesome. And, you know, you're talking and everybody listening. Oh, you've got all this shit. You know, you got a terrible tune. You got to remember I'm running through a turbo 400 with no lockup. A 1480 drive shaft that weighs 60 pounds. 
Oh thick, yeah, it's a lot of that's thick, a lot of loss. Oh, yeah. Thick cut ring gear and forty three inch tall stickies. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot, lot of, of mass. You put that in a, you know, a Camaro or F body of some sort, and it'd be close to a thousand to the wheels. Yeah, it shouldn't I'm, get. I'm sure. So, so either way, it's a lot of power. Mm, and we, it sounds uh, like it's pretty well built. We were mile per houring on the dyno and third gear, 98 mile an hour. Jesus. So he sketchy could, for tire for 43. That could, is a little sketchy. For he could not years. even do a full throttle pull in, uh, in third gear. So it was tuned in second gear. So I don't really have real world numbers, but I know on 12 pounds of boost, that's, that's the problem with a bouncer, like doing a in, in vehicle, you yeah. know, on a yeah, dyno. You're like better that. off. You're better off just doing an yeah. engine dyno. And just know what the engine makes and just say yeah. it. We don't even know what it makes. The well, wheel doesn't matter. That's yeah. what I we mean, know what it makes at the flywheel. You look at a lot of the bouncers, like it makes 1600 mm. horse mm. at the flywheel. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. running and through a power glide and an SCS. Yeah. Right. You know, it's a lot of loss. For so sure. in a Dana 80 ring gear, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's. Yeah. There's a lot of loss, but that's the thing. You have a lot of power to have to take up that loss. But. I mean, saying that, I have more more money in my intake manifold and my tires than I do my trail rig. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, how it goes some days. And I honestly like wheeling my trail rig more because you just don't care. I crumpled the bedside of the Ranger Saturday and, yeah, oh, well. Well, I mean, you say you don't care, but I mean, like, with a bouncer, you just, like, fly up something and just, like, roll over backwards, like, six times and try it again, right? If it's all together. <laughs> yes. I'm saying it's not theory. that you don't care. I mean, it's just that they're like, what are you going to, I mean, you can break a bouncer, obviously, mm. but you're not worried about body panels because there aren't any. Oh, the, mine's got skins. Does it? I mean, it's pla- like plastic skins and a aluminum roof panel. I guess I don't even know what it's like to wheel a bouncer. So I can't even imagine like. So imagine strapping yourself to a rocket that you have a viewing window of about a square foot and then guessing you know, just, am, I, am I pointing in the right direction? And then you just shoot. Yeah. Pick a gear. There, you're not crawling not, anything. You're just trying to literally bounce up. That it. does not sound like my cup of tea. Yeah. Well, I just want to crawl everything. Matt, Matt Holt would have, would be the guy to talk to because he actually races and he's That's been right. on here Seems before. Like we've talked to that guy. Yeah, yeah. We did talk to that guy. <laughs> once. Yeah. He actually races. I, I don't, I don't have. For one, I don't have the time where it keeps me super busy. And I, you know, I commend the guys that go and do all these races because it's a full-time commitment. It's a full-time commitment. I know Matt owns his own business and it's, it's a lot. So, but my current trail rig is a 94 standard cab Ford Ranger with a 302 and another T18 out of an old Ford dump truck. (laughs) <laughs> love them t18s uh, don't you well the 6.72 to one low range or first gear is uh Jesus. pretty okay sounds so, pretty okay mm. but that did it. this rig's also on propane um it it suffered a little bit of damage saturday and i can't figure out what exactly <laughs> i was doing but i did it i'm wondering so, if it wasn't what you were doing so much as just it just failure I don't know. You know I mean, when he described stuff, it, so it's just a failure. So, how did you damage your rig, Dave? What is this? What is this damage you speak of? So we were we ran Red Trail. I was yeah. I was leading leading the group, 
And Steve told me, hey, this is, you know, up here's the spot you got lost at last time. Don't get lost. They got lost again. (laughs) (laughs) They've got us all lost. So cool. Dave, um, Dave always gets lost. We figured out why he got us lost. So where you get us lost mm, at is, is that's exactly where the markers in mm, for red. And that's where you have to pick up on. Um, you have to pick up on yellow or orange yellow at that point. Okay. So, but that's where you have to have the map. Oh, you have to have on X to run that part of the rest of red from there. That's where he ran out of markers. Yeah. So no, it's had, not even really your fault. Dave. I mean, yeah, it well, it's not. And that's a thing. new trail. It's not like everybody mm. just knows it. I mean, yeah. And we've been having this discussion on the, uh, on the badlands meetups group about red trail. Everybody wants to run it, but nobody can follow it because the markers change constantly. Yeah. That's like all of a sudden you're blue or yellow or something. You're like, what the hell am I even well, doing? We ran, were you with, you weren't with us when we ran the rest of it. Were mm. you? No. Yeah, because you'd you'd broke. Yeah, I could have I like, could have been a pre-runner for it, but yeah, we ran more of it after lunch and we ran with the on X on. And I had Jess watching the on X, and that was tough because it wouldn't it was the GPS, laggy. The GPS was kind of laggy. Mm. Oh, so it's it hard to know if it you wasn't were... perfectly dialed in. Like the, it was just a GPS, you know, an issue with the GPS and the app working together. Yeah. And so trying to keep that perfectly on was a little tough. I don't um, know how Derek the, did it. And the, the on the Toys for Tots run, yeah, I don't know. Let's just have it on his dash. Maybe made it easier. I don't know. Well, was Derek leading, or was who was no, leading? No, no, that was uh, oh, oh, Jeff was yeah, leading. Jeff was the one that he created, made the, created it. Yeah. yeah, so there was no he's issue. ran that trail yeah. a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, there's a there's a video that uh, one of the people on the meetups group he went they went and ran it, mm. but they only ran. Until that spot right there where you're talking about. Yeah. They got lost. They got lost before they turned to go up to the dunes. Oh. Like, I don't know where, where we turn here. Like, mm-hmm. where, you know, because that's it. He, and, and I was talking to it right before we got to that is where mm-hmm. Growy debuted the tire mm-hmm. right there in that rock, in that yeah. rock garden. That's where they end. You make the rock garden, you make that 90 degree loop and you come back about maybe a hundred yards and there's a yellow flag that turns and goes straight up into the dunes. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're supposed to follow that. And then once you get up, to the top of that hill, instead of going out into the dunes, you make a left-hand turn, and then that, and you follow the yellow markers down through the brush, and then that dumps you back into the woods where Old Orange used to be. Um, but, uh, but if you didn't know that, then you, you wouldn't have no, have idea. no idea where to go you, because you're just out in the open yeah, once so you get to the dunes. They made a video and they and they ran it until then, and actually they turned and went up into the dune, like they turned mm. and went up one of those things up there, and uh, his fuel pump started cutting out, and he's like, "Well, this is the end of this video." He's like, we'll come back and we can run the whole thing. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, Jeff's just having trouble getting everything done through that. But I want to run the later half of red. But anyway, on with your story about so, the, the ranger breaking in the dunes somehow. Mysteriously. It wasn't, I don't think it was in the dunes. It was, uh, it was on the access road back to the quarry because yeah. we, oh. we were in the dunes and we're like, hey, let's just go back to the quarry. And we'll do some crawling. So darted back out. I put transfer case and two wheel drive. Didn't unlock the hubs. Mm. I don't know if that was an issue or what. That's but weird. We were going down access road and I started hearing a popping and clanging and sound like my front drive shaft was falling out. So I stopped, <laughs> get out. Myrtle's like, you're right. Yeah. It's just making weird noises. Shaking the drive shaft and uh, no, no, no issues at all. 
drive a little bit more, popping and clanging. I'm like, what the fuck? Look down, blew a cap out of the U-joint. Um, that was that was on our way into the quarry. That was all. No, this was on the access road. I stopped twice. Oh. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, so you tried to make it back to the quarry with knowing you had a cat missing. Oh, yeah. Asshole. Wow. <laughs> Did I, you have I, both full circle clips and welded caps? No. None of that? I, it had full circle clips. Oh, it, it does. So they are pro- potentially chromos. Potentially. But it's, I don't know so that, it's a bastard axle. It's I don't really know, messed up. Yeah. I don't know any non. I think only either. the aftermarket axles, chromos, have the that yeah. space available to put an inner mm-hmm. circle clip. And I don't know if it was just on the stub shafts or yeah. on but the axle shafts. But you lost a cap mm-hmm. on a full circle clip. Mm-hmm. But they weren't welded. But they're full circle clips. Doesn't matter. Like, I get that, but they shouldn't come out. They just do. Right. Mine are now. I've never had one come out. Apparently, full circle being welded in two spots. 38 inch tall Mickey Pro XS's. Running 40s. Doesn't matter. I have more traction than you. Get the, you have more weight than I do. You don't have enough traction do to break a U joint. Don't you wish you did, though? I'm going to come across <laughs> the table. <laughs> I'd be like, bitch, please. He doesn't, he doesn't know anything about that Mickey life, <clears throat> Dave. No. Just let him be over there no, by himself. I, I learned about it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> it, getting it. It's Mickey's. expensive. I know. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I've seen it's expensive. an expensive life. <laughs> I've seen it take out 244s already. I'm not getting any. <laughs> right? <laughs> You could run a 35. You might be all right. Run a Dana 35? No, no, no. <laughs> hey, 35 inch tall Mickey. Yeah, that might be okay. Yeah, you might survive that. Um, that but sounds so terrible. It's, the front axle on this truck is sort of a bastard axle. It's So it's leaf sprung all the way around. It's got a mm. Sterling 10 and a quarter in the rear and a Dana 44 in the front, which I thought was a three quarter ton high pinion Dana 44. Uh, and it Turns out to be, per axle measurements, a half ton that they had cut the casting and put a uh, spring perch on. Hmm. Which, cutting the casting made the uh, short side tube not want to live in the short side tube anymore, and that's what... So do you think that they cut the casting down, or did they, like, re-sleeve the whole thing? So when we were... When I was at my buddy's shop, gearing it he noticed that it was dripping Mm -hmm. um gear oil from under a u-bolt like i'm not taking that apart because i'm not gonna right i I don't want to know what it is i don't even want to know so i just sprayed some right clean on it and drive away so i left overbuilt loaded on the trailer brought it home put it in the garage went inside next day walk out to the shop there's a puddle of Gear oil all over the floor. Yeah. Wow. I know, interaxle I know seal, a guy. Interaxle seal. Oh. It was pouring out of the axle tube. Oh, I'm okay. like, ah, oh, it's, you know, I had a solid axle yep. uh, diff cover. So we overfilled it because you can. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, maybe I just gacked a, an axle seal yep. when we That's were putting axle in. With the Daniel yeah, but it oil. wouldn't be dripping out between the tube and the housing, though. No, no, no. His was just dripping on the end of it. He's saying, oh, it was around yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah it was. It I thought you were saying That's between where, the, the yeah, so center the, section the of ins- the tube. Yeah, the inside of the the tire was all covered in okay, yeah. 80, 90 and stuff. So. Sure. Delicious. Uh, Yum. Yeah. So I went through the rest of my pig mat in the shop to clean up the floor and 
proceeded to go. I don't even remember what I was doing to it then, but not interaxle seals because those are a pain in the butt. Well, I'm gonna have to do them again. Uh, <laughs> completely new housing. Uh, so n- new. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 1979 new. Mm-hmm. Eight, I think. 1978 new. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's either one of the two because yep. it's a high pinion. Yep. So, um, but now it will have a uh, F250 for certain. <laughs> a proper F250 yeah. Yeah. Housing. housing. So that means thicker tube wall. Thicker tube wall. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. And, I'm asking. And not yes. a and not a makeshift perch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Even both of those will, things. Are... Even though it will be a makeshift perch. But the mm. issue yeah. is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to make it sort of makeshift because my uh, spring width is 30 inches. Oh, instead of 32 or 31, 31 and a half, whatever and a half. it is. Yeah. So oh, I've really? got. Oh, you gotta go narrower. Oh, yeah. what the heck are you gonna That's do a there? Bitch. Mm. Set the whole axle like an inch off to one I side. I could do that. I mean, you or, could, but or I, don't I like have it. a sheet of three eighths, and I'll just make my own U-bolt eliminators. Yeah, just that's a pretty it. yeah that would work. Yeah, because <laughs> the spring perch on the driver's side is extra wide. You know so. what I would do in that particular situation is I would build a low profile truss, mm-hmm. tie the truss into the tubes up over the pumpkin, mm-hmm. all that, and then get that put that U-bolt eliminator in that truss. Yeah. That's sort so of what speak, I'm thinking. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's how I would go about it because it's going to have to be over onto the pumpkin some more. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's going to make the truck taller. It could stand to be half inch taller. Yeah, really? It'd be fine. Oh, okay. And you bolt eliminator will allow you to keep it as low as possible. Yeah. Not because, having to try to get yeah. a U pulled around that. With mm-hmm. the uh, XO cage being built the way it is, the tire at full stuff and sort of slightly turned, the tire gets into the a pillar tube behind the fender. Okay. It's just a bump stop. It's, it's, <laughs> it's got bump stops in it, but apparently no, no, I set them too stop. high. So yeah. what are bump stops? <laughs> right. That's what I said when I went booking it across the dunes this week, this past weekend, free travel mod. There was no free travel. Oh, oh you, it, it free traveled right to the end of that shock. Gotcha. It was hard. Oh, the shock yeah. is the bump stop. I heard the roof buckle. Wow. Mm. <laughs> You didn't pop any windows out, though, did no, you? No, no windows came out. Mm. I don't think. I should check that. You know, I don't have any rear bump stops, so I just, and I, I didn't have quite enough flex to have the leaf spring touch the frame, so I just put shorter shocks on it. Done. So now my oh, bump so stops just, the frame. Oh, so the you're, bump stops the frame? It's the frame now. Oh, so you're not maxing out your So I can, like, shock. I can, I was. It was literally compressing the shock entirely. Yeah. And I was like, I think I get a little more flex here, so I just put shorter shocks That's on That's what I gotta it. do. I gotta put like a an shorter inch shock. shorter or something. I got to put an inch or two shorter shock in the rear. Um, I need to make a measurement. I was going to do that when I had it flexed out, but I didn't. I need to put an inch or two shorter shock in the rear, and I need to raise the front an inch with my uh, ACO spacers. There because you go. Outwheeling, outwheeling with a passenger um, and then like fooling around on whoops and stuff like that, I was using all of my upward travel um, going straight, like without flexing. I was using all the upward travel more. I was wow. like, you know what? It's like, this could stand to be an inch taller up front. Yep. It'll have a little bit of lean to it. It'll be all right. So we know that you were leaking, but did we actually get to what happened? So the, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fucked. Um, I've got almost two degrees camber in the passenger tube. Or I wow. guess, yeah, measuring Can't, with my digital, my digital cube, I've got. So you think between the tube and the center section, the whole thing is whoop. 
Or yeah. do you th- in both axes? Oh wow! Both upward and backward. Yes. Oh my god! So the whole thing is just <laughs> so it's back here. It, should be it, here just, it's like, it just comes out of the it just comes out of the uh, out of the pumpkin at a seven and degree just, angle. And it just kicks up at an angle going backwards. <laughs> so you know the two trees where you full size guys and gentry had a hard time squeezing through on red trail. Yeah, just barely doable. I'm yeah. glad you guys remember that because I don't remember it. So so tight. I was pushed both my mirrors yeah. in. I was booking, See, that's why you guys remember it. Yeah. I don't have that problem. <laughs> I was booking through there and caught the tree on the driver's side and Rear. ran up it. <laughs> Climbed and the that's tree. the side that's foobard. Yeah, yes. a little bit. Got it. Um, so, so I, I did that. We went through the rock garden and I'm like, man, this thing sure is idling high. Why is it idling high? So oh, I that's hop right. out. I remember in the dunes, you were looking for a, a propane leak. Yeah. Right well, after, that was, shortly after that. Well, we had already fixed it. We were just checking. I gotcha. Yes. But uh Speakman was behind me and I'm like, what the heck is going on? I popped the hood. And I guess Dustin just saw me running back to turn the propane off. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you got a crescent wrench? Yeah, why well, what's up? My propane line's loose. So <laughs> the propane was leaking under the hood to the point where it was the air cleaner was sucking it in and I was oh. I was idling at about 1600 RPM. And good thing there are no uh, open flames under there. I was smoking a cigarette in the cab of the truck at that <laughs> particular moment. Wow. Yeah. Guardian Angel was watching over me at that point. I would say so. Fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's, it's fine until he flicks it out the window and it's just it's fine until it isn't. Then you have to worry about it. Well, it was it was frosting up. So yeah. at that point, it was more refrigerant than f- flammable. You know? Okay. It was <laughs> yeah, liquid. That's how it, works. it was liquid, not gaseous at that point. Can you yeah, not set liquid not propane on fire? Oh, yeah. I mean, liquid. Yeah. No, liquids don't burn, period. You I can, don't. I, you no, cannot, that's what I'm saying. You cannot ignite liquid gasoline. Is that true? Yes. Mm-hmm. You can only ignite the vapor. Hmm. But you can put a match out in gasoline. I mean, if you had like a day, I'd take a tub of it or something. <laughs> yes. If you had a lot of gasoline, <laughs> you're right. You it actually, is just doable. <laughs> I believe you. Just getting to it is the trick. Getting to it is yeah. exactly because there's always going to be fumes. Yes. Unless you go cold enough. But anyway, nonetheless. So smoking's bad. I should probably quit because it so could have killed me. You probably should. Yeah. So first you quit drinking and now you quit smoking. Man, wheeling's good for you. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that wheeling made you quit drinking, but I'm just so Steve and I were talking every time I went wheeling this year, except one. I broke. Yep. Mm hmm. I broke coming off the trailer the time before last. You know what you're not going to like about those Mickeys Mm, breaking all the time. (laughs) Did did you break last? Last time you that was the on? first time I hadn't broke, but that was after I pulled all the shafts out, mm-hmm. cleaned everything up, all new circlips and all the U joints, new U joints, and welded all the caps in two places. Okay, so I would do that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. But also, so what first, PSI are you running? Five. I think it was around five, and oh. one of my front tires was like three because it was leaking the whole time. Well, you know, because I was using yeah. your compressor to air yeah. it up. I uh, <laughs> I was running nine. I should just, run more. Just trying to keep that Dana 44 alive. I should that run more. Work, especially mm-hmm. with the heavy S Air pressure wouldn't have made a difference hitting a tree. No. That might have cushioned <laughs> it a little bit more. Yeah, had more but, cushion. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that axle was short for its 
the world anyway. I think, yeah. Being that it was Somebody a modified axle, wrong, yeah. you know, whether or not they retubed it or whatever, something wasn't perfect. And it didn't have a truss, right? It was sort of trussed. Does that mean the front had a spine? Sort of. So the front had a spine on but it. the spine is split. The spine wasn't split. I had to cut it in front of the differential cover. To get the diff to out. To get the diff oh, out. Oh, so you fucked it up. Well, they I, put a spine on it knowing that they didn't know what they were but, doing. But I didn't I didn't know I didn't know that it was on it in the first they place. Put a spine and then there was, over the diff cover? Yeah. Oh my god. And I was just I done, was gonna baby. wheel I was gonna wheel Saturday, bring it back in the shop and flange it and pulse spine, it back together. Yeah. So I could remove it if I ever had to They you know. they knew. Oh yeah. That's why it's spinal. Who spines the front of a forty four? That is the dumbest. But there was also a random tube coming off the top of the pumpkin over the leaf spring and to the inner sea. Hey, man. I on the driver's side. My, my toe keeps getting messed up. Well, let's put a spine on the front of it and then tie it into the differential mm-hmm. of the pumpkin. Should be solid. So I couldn't figure out Quick why that. It. Yeah. I couldn't figure <laughs> out why that random tube was there. So I cut it out. Yeah. Now I know. It's it was okay. just there to hold it still, yeah. hold, it, <laughs> hold, it, still. hold it together. That's wonderful. I didn't mm. know about that part. Yeah. The fact so they didn't just like think of any other way to do that. It was like, stick this random tube here. And that's just good. And that's an it'll ride moment right there. Mm-hmm. Like that'll, mm-hmm. that'll get it sold. When yeah. I saw the spine on it from a distance, I was like, dude, your axle tube is broke out of your housing. He's like, no, it's not. That's the spine. I was like, oh, okay. Come to find out. No, it really is. Mm-hmm. The tube is broke. Out of the housing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't I believe you. that they spine yeah. across the front. That's like one of the. You just gotta like. I wish that you had taken a photo and like posted up. Like, hey guys, how do you like my uh, is, my spine? And everybody's like, "This is nice, bro." Do you spine that, that's, that's over the discovery in your forty four. I'm. I'll probably spine <clears throat> it again just because. Not over the spine. diff cover. Well, flanged. Well, I mean, so yeah, I'm just saying that to just like weld over the diff cover is like the dumbest I mean, thing. I, I, guess guess I can't remember the diff cover. So it had a factory stamp steel diff cover on it. Oh, so I yeah. was able to pull that off, slide it out, slide it out, and put the nodular iron solid diff cover in it. Okay, you just weren't able to pull the carrier. Couldn't out. pull the carrier. Yeah, no. Hey, make it not serviceable. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so oh, it you was, can, you it can was definitely not serviced when I got it because you pull the cover off and just diarrhea poured out. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Milky deliciousness. Mm-hmm. Both both front and rear pinion bearings were shot. Oh, yeah. At least it wasn't Tootsie rolls. Oh, got to scoop it out of there. <laughs> I, had to, yeah, I had, to, had to do some scooping, but I never That's, really got it all out until I had a, I had some fun with that for sure. I've had that situation. Matt, oh, you did. Matt had his Dana 30 and we pulled the cover off it. He brought it in from outside and we pulled the cover off it. Nothing came out because it was so much water. It was frozen. There was so much water. It was frozen. It was a solid block of ice halfway up the diff cover. Wow. <laughs> Those bearings were like, yay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he had that happen to him. I had on the Toys for Tots run uh, years ago, um, back when I had my Tahoe, I took the Jeep over on the Toys for Tots run. It was December 3rd. And I went home and parked it. And it was like three single digits the next day. And I went to go take it off the trailer. And it would move. I didn't like four low. I was trying to back off the trailer. Couldn't get off the trailer. I was like, what the hell? I was like, brakes must be frozen because we were driving around with water and stuff. Nope. Went to go back off there again. Still wouldn't back off. I had it, I put it four low and started just kind of climbing the RPM up until it would try to back off the trailer. Nope. 
just ripped the rear drive, the rear U joint in half at the pinion at the uh, at the nine inch. Really, just destroyed it. Literally, just just broke it in half with so much force that it skipped the the piece of the trunnion that goes in the cap. It skipped that across the deck of the trailer <laughs> up in between the axle, the oil pan, and all the steering links. Went perfectly up between those and into the back window of the Tahoe. Oh, my God. Destroying the back window of the Tahoe. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I was on. I was in the trailer trying to back it off. Matt was in there holding the brakes. I think, I think it was Matt. And I went to back it off, and I was in there. Kind of just, just shattered that glass. Boom. And I just see him just come. It's either Jake, Jake or Matt, and they come running out of the Tahoe. I'm like, what the hell? He's like, you just blew out your back window. I was like. You're like, how? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm back here in this rig. I'm not even near you. Yeah, I get out and look at it. Sure enough, the drive shaft was down there, and we were like looking around and and found the spot on the trailer where it skipped off the deck. And I was looking at the tra- trajectory through it, and I'm like, that's not possible. Like the window for it to get through was like tiny. That's incredible. But it was like it was perfect. It went right in between all the links, right to that back window. And it was perfect because shot. your diffs, at least one of them, the nine inch was frozen solid. Wow. It was frozen enough that it wouldn't turn the gears. Isn't that crazy how strong ice is? Ice is incredible. Yep. <laughs> ice will literally crack a block. Yeah. Like it's That's just funny. It's insane. just it's just water that's getting colder. <laughs> one, one degree difference. <clears throat> and one, like, yep. one degree difference, just back off the trailer, no big yep. deal. That's <laughs> mind-numbing. It's crazy to think so this anyway, shit that Well, now moved. your vent tube's higher. You've learned, right? I have learned. Yes. 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 I've learned. Stay out of water. I Mud think sucks. also. I think also we were like playing in the creek back then, and the creek mm. was extra deep. You remember the time we went over there with TD, and he had the blazer, and we were oh my we god, we're using the blazer the, like to break an ice dam, and yeah. he's like hitting it like full force, and the water's coming that, up on the that's when the beavers shit. the uh, there was some beavers that laid some logs down, and it was probably what two and a half feet deep, two and a half three feet deep. It was deep. It was deep, and it was like four inches of ice on top. Where like further down the creek, down or? the creek on the four wheel on the uh, four wheeler side of the tubes. Okay. Where you you leave the tubes on the four wheeler side and you go down a little ways and it turns and then you keep going, um, maybe another three hundred yards or so, and, and it turns again. It does right before it starts to turn again. There was they had built a dam there. Oh, really? That dam and it was deep. It was deep. I wish they'd do it again. It's fun to play in. That's too much water. Mm-hmm. No. Back well, it was fun because you had options. I don't even like to get in water over the hubs because, as you know, <laughs> yeah, the 44s don't seal for shit, and you got to pull the whole it's axle fine. apart every time. Yep. It's fine. You'd have nothing else to do anyway. Oh, shit. <laughs> just knock the... Uh... Oh, you can't do it that way. Never mind. I was going to say, just knock out the the ball joints and just take the whole hub inside and work on it like it's an RC car. Oh, okay. Because yeah, those ball joints have, just fall right out Let you take right the axle out first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bummer. Just fill, fill your axle tubes full of grease. It wasn't the, it's not the axle tubes it's the issue, it's the, the hub itself. Yeah. It's so everything, max, dude. So max your hub out completely full. Mm-hmm. As drill, much grease you can possibly tap, pack in there. Drill and tap your hub for greaser. I like this. Oh my God. I feel it so much That's that like when, when grease starts mm-hmm. like coming out the seals, I'm like, I good. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. It's good. I can drive that on the road like that, right guys? <laughs> Perfect. It's fine. It's greased. <laughs> full of grease. Brake vents are just oozing grease. Oh my them. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just hot yeah. grease just like flowing onto my brakes. <laughs> It'll be fine. You didn't, you didn't need brakes anyway. It's fine. Go to stop. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, you'd be like Myrtle with his uh, XJ. He had no brakes. Oh anyway. God. He had no brakes? Basically. Oh, that was scary. Yeah. it was At nighttime, it was a little sketch. 
Well, I was yeah. broken. I don't know why then. he doesn't have good brakes on that thing, but I've got I've got a stock booster and and got a stock booster and master cylinder in that Jeep, and I've got disc brakes front and rear. Is the only upgrade is the nine inch rear brakes. It like, stops fine. I'll hold that fucker still on a whole. So on you're a, on saying that it's not that his brakes aren't upgraded; it's that there's something wrong with them. Something him, doesn't work correctly, and he hasn't fixed it yet. So I'm it's probably. That. Master cylinder related. It's probably I'm guessing, leaking. Maybe. I don't so know. he was, we got on the hill, you know, where you try to roll on old orange, that real tight turn where you always try to lift a tire and roll yeah, down yeah. the hill. We were on that and he pulled down it and stopped. And he's like, he gets on the radio. He's like, if your brakes are anything like mine, we should probably get off this hill. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm stay here all day. And he was telling everybody in front of me, get the hell away. Cause he was like all 180 pounds, like just <laughs> standing on the brakes with both, both feet. And still rolling. <laughs> it was stopped but he was he was definitely thinking it was going to roll but anyway yeah he might have a leak somewhere mm. so dave bent his axle bent my axle I, he, did, I did a ton of work to that truck between <laughs> yes uh re-gear. toys for tots re-gear rear disc brakes hydro assist steering what else did i do oh i did mickey's 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 new yeah, tires new tires it, they worked a lot better than the patties. I'm not saying the patties didn't work okay. The patties weren't bad for what they were. It's night and day difference. They I welded the front diff up too, so. Listen. It's a lot of upgrading. If, mm. if going from wheeling all day with a bent drive shaft on patties to literally breaking in half a Dana 44 on Mickey's doesn't prove that patties are shit. I don't know what to do. We ran the same trail. Yep. He didn't even get to go to the quarry. I went to the quarry, but I was pre-running to the quarry. Well, maybe there's that. I'm going to go back. I was the, <laughs> one of the very first people to review the Mickey Thompson's like oh, off-road. Really? I, yeah, I like I couldn't yeah. find any reviews. I was like, fuck it. I'll do it because I've been on the trails. Like, yeah. I got back. I'm going to go back and change my review and say too much traction. Hate these would would definitely go with another tire. Like yeah, there's just there's too much grip, you know. You just go too up everything, grip. but then you break your axles. I, yes. I'd suggest you get something else. Some Mickey's or a Dana sixty. No. Or Dana sixty, <laughs> one or the other. Mickey, oh, Mickey's or this is for the Mickey's the or sixties, the Pro XS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah, isn't yeah. even. If you so don't, don't have a, if you don't have a Dana sixty, do not run these over a thirty three. Yep. <laughs> I I had a wild hair up my ass because I have a set of forty three inch yeah. Mickey stickies, stickies oh. sitting in the shop. Oh my god! Is that what the bouncer has? Mickey no, I've stickies? got. I've got. Uh, Why do you have so many off-road parts? Oh, for the pro- buggy. Well, we haven't got so, into that thing. So I've got my buddy's Jeep. Uh-huh. My buddy Matt that ruined everybody's day. Hey, your tire's flat. Hey, you're wearing a hole through your tire. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So his Cherokee's over at the house. It's getting one tons and stress Mickey and Mickey stickies. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> How big are they? Forty threes. Forty threes on a what? Ah. <sighs> Shit box, buddy. I'm Dude, mildly what? jealous. That's what that's what uh Brad Prater's got on his. 43s Forty threes on actually is not uncommon anymore. Mm-mm. That it's seems normal. very Mm-mm. silly large. It's normal. Forty sixes. That's that's large. Forty threes on XJ seems that's so big. So the Mickey forty threes measure to be like a forty one and a half. Okay. It's not bad. With no weight on it. Yeah. So they don't, and that's, make, they don't make the Pro XS in a forty three yet, right? think they do 40 and 46 uh yeah i don't know if they make it in a 43 yeah yet. i bet they don't because it'd be it'd be a competing tire at that point not really you don't think so no because why does intercom make 
43 inch tall sticky and non-sticky yep because it's the same mold then what and then yeah. just put different goo in it yeah. different goo <laughs> different <laughs> what are those tires made of goo goo <laughs> well i mean that's the only reason that i would say that like that they make a sticky sx and a regular sx yeah and 43 um would be because you can you already have the mold so why yeah, not true yep. but, but mickey thompson's got a change the tread pattern between the stickies right. and they'd have to make an entire new mold yes that's a million well they bucks. have the baja pro x oh that's and that's what you're saying but that's they a make. different mold there's the a different pro block x, here yeah. Yeah. way blockier mm. quite, quite a bit blocker it's not way but i've been Unless. seeing i've been seeing problems with guys just tearing lugs off of those off the pro x off the pro x i'll be darned i mean uh, i some I of the facebook so pages it, and it's i think it's a quality control issue so and I think, think Mickey actually admitted to that and mm, has been sending out tires. That's unfortunate. You know, honestly, though, even the Pro XS, mm. I mean, they're soft. I mean, well, obviously, you know, yeah, they're soft. They're You've soft. seen mine, but I mean. What do you think? You had, so you had both of them in the shop side by side. Mm-hmm. You had the black patties mm-hmm. and the uh, Mickey. Oh, the Mickeys XS. are softer than the patties. Okay. So, like, yeah. We were having Tenfold. that discussion. We were having that discussion. You remember it at, mm. at Toys for Tots? Yeah. Like who's are who's are soft? But his lugs were smaller on the patty, so like right. you couldn't really get a good. You couldn't really it's, wrench it's it still around. A radial with your tire. Hand. Yeah. You're yeah. not getting the sidewall deflection that you do with the Mickey's. Right. You know. Just the compound itself. I'd just love a, to know. Yeah. I don't but dude, have that. Don't and it's not nearly or. as soft. I mean, it's still a road tire. I'm just saying those XS are so soft they chunk. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, the, I got some the XS is softer than the black. Oh, oh really? yeah, yeah. There's, I think, still- I think they're equally as soft as my sticky SXs. Honestly, that's what I was thinking. They gotta but be close. How many road miles do you have on yours, Mike? Thousand, couple thousand, really? maybe. Yeah. I'm not and even it sure. It doesn't even show. Well, yeah, well I haven't taken a tread up gauge out. Not, I'm not even sure my tread up gauge would work because the lugs are so far spaced. Mm-hmm. But they're so soft. That I'm saying that they they like you can just see the wear like radial oh, tires yeah. they wear down you're like oh that's worn down but these yeah. it's like oh man those tires are fucking worn yeah. like every lug is just like all like cratered gnarly. and gnarly and it's mm. just like that's pretty much every time if you look at my my Coopers yeah the edges of my Coopers are just chewed up rounded that's, they're rounded over yeah we same, play in yeah. rocks yeah. I mean it's well, yeah. if you were well strictly Brad, Brad Prater owned my owned my tires before me mm. so you know used rough yeah put yeah. away wet. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm as hard as a TBI 350 can be on those Mickeys, but I'm just saying they are very soft. So yeah. you're saying my 302 with that three quarter race cam Chip makes more power? Yeah, fine. yeah, hands down. Mm. If you had a, a 302 that you were running on like uh, six cylinders with like 85 octane, it would what's make your, more power. What's your plan for axle shafts? Are you going to go back to a chromo, or are you just going to say fuck it and buy a set of RCVs? Oh, I'm not buying RCVs for no. that. Yeah, this is a cheap piece of shit rig. Okay, I mean middle of the road cheap piece of shit because you didn't cheap. go buy junkyard shafts <laughs> and you didn't buy RCVs. If you go chromos, that's middle of the no, road. No, it's middle of the road when you buy a set of Mickey thirty eights specifically mm. for the rig. I'm not mm. even sure that's middle of the road. I mean, you can't call. I mean, they're it not that. stickies, so, so I guess the, the Mickey's. It was. I had that four speed Dana three hundred. Yeah. My buddy that owns Overbuilt Off Road is building a shop rig. Where are they out of? They are out of East Peoria, Illinois. Okay. He's actually the one that did my gears. Gotcha. Super good guy, veteran as well. Um, and usually I have him do everything that I don't want to do. 
That being said, it's his bread and butter. Why not? Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is the go-to gear guy. Oh, really? Yes. Um, that would have been closer than complete, but I mean, mm-hmm. I did get to take my stuff to complete. That was nice. You still got to bring some up there. Yes. Yes. Just saying. I do. But Danny's a good guy, and he mm-hmm. always tries to give me the friends and family discount. Mm-hmm. That's good to know for and, anybody over that area. Yes. Andy Andy actually asked me about him. Yeah. Myrtle um, needs to take yes. his locker that he buys from Chris mm-hmm. to there. Yes. Oh, does he need gears, or do you just need his locker installed? He needs a locker. Well, he's, he's going to need he both. He could use both. Yeah. But he, could, he definitely needs a locker up front, even if it's Spartan. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But, I mean, even, like, Guys like Jeremy with JK's, yeah. you know, he does everything, you know, right. and he's a one man show. So, oh, really? yeah, it's impressive. Um, I help him here and there. He'll run ideas past me and stuff like that. He's you guys. Well, you had seen it. The four door JK like Gentry's mm-hmm. set up similar with all the camo and stuff. Mm-hmm. He built that for, at the uh, Great American Crawl. So he put that together with the ORIs and everything else. It's a very well-built rig. Um, but we ended up doing a horse trade, that transfer case for the shop Jeep uh, for those tires. Oh. And then my wife, being a sweetheart, for Christmas, she got me a gift certificate, which he had never done before. Oh. It, not knowing that I had already ordered gears and mm-hmm. shit from them, but she pretty much paid for the gears and nice. then I just paid install and everything else. It's so, awesome. Solid. Yes. I hate yes. doing gears. I hate it so much. People are like, oh, do my gears. I'm like, not in a million years. Fuck your I gears. Bought, I bought a Yukon bearing puller. Did the gears on the bouncer. Mm-mm. Danny's gonna do the gears <laughs> on a fourteen bolt. Like, <laughs> oh, a fourteen bolt. That's the easiest that's thing. Easy. In the world. I'll do Dana fourteen 60. bolt gears for you. Oh, I'm yeah. just like, just drop it off. Yeah, Dana sixty. On the other hand, yeah, you know, because I didn't. Nope. It had a Dana's just front. suck. Yeah, I would love to have the know how. And you would think after talking to Brian Mize and all that stuff, like you'd have the know how. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, Man. you just have to do it. I mean, you have to do it. Yeah. If you've never done gears, it's different. But that's it. Yeah. Well, you've done it. It's- I've got a buddy that does gears. So, mm-hmm. and he's in business. Me too. So I give him money. <laughs> I give him money. He does it. Yep. So you guys it give him back, money and, it comes and he'll back do right. it for you. Yeah. And it'll be right. And it's warranted. And he will do the 500 mile service on it. Trail nice. rigs. Do you want it set tight? Are you ever going to drive it on the road? No. Okay. I'm going to set it tight and deep. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Thanks. So, and he's, you know, nitro revolution and uh yukon so it's not yeah. like he puts cheap shit in them nice so i didn't realize would i talk about revolution on the podcast a couple weeks ago mm, my memory I, sucks i didn't hear it so um the front shafts that are in the jeep are superior shafts mm-hmm. i didn't realize that superior is revolution it's yeah yeah superior rebranded Oh, this ago. sounds familiar now that years you're saying ago. it. Maybe yep. you did talk about it already. Yep. They rebranded to Revolution. I was like, no way. That's why That's why you hadn't heard of Revolution five years ago. Right. So I've got Revolution. You, you had. You just didn't know yeah. you had. Mm. So I've got Superior, Superior Evolution shafts and, dev, and Discovery shafts. And they also, I think Superior also made gears maybe back then too. Or maybe that maybe the Revolution was their step into the gears. I think it was their step into the gears. Yeah. But I've got. 
what do I have? So I ordered my gears through for the bouncer through Chad Brantley, who's been on here through hired gun off road. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I know he's a veteran owned company and I try and stick with that, you know, just, yeah, just knowing, mm-hmm. um, but he couldn't get me nitro in both or right. revolution in oh, both. Yeah. So I'm running a nitro in the rear and a revolution in the front. Is that on the bouncer? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, between the two, I can't tell the difference. And yeah. it's, they're pretty awesome. Man, if you can tell the difference, the difference in gears, like once well, they're just installed, in the, just like, in the quality, <laughs> just like looking oh, at looking them. looking at them. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. once they're installed, I'm like, if you can tell the difference, there's a problem. You shouldn't be able to even know they're there. No, right. <laughs> um, well, in that thing, you couldn't tell if you broke a tooth off of it or not, right? <laughs> I mean, unless yeah. it's hanging out or you're not, di- you know, the pulling goes the through front. the cover and you're yeah. like, oh, I think there's a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's funny. Uh huh. So you came over here today to pick up a new Dana 44 housing. Yes. Take it home. Yes. You're going to make it better. Attempt. Than it were before attempt yes are you going to fully go through that axle since you're doing new housing are you talking like everything new, new outers new bearings new, new seals new ball joints like i mean are so, you gonna do the whole nine yards oh yeah, or absolutely because it's chevy outers on a ford axle okay so i there's not I, a whole lot you need to think about there right it's just a couple no. of things are different uh inner shafts are different than on the 250 than the 150 yeah oh yep yep um I've got a a known set of chromo outers out of the front axle of my CJ because I bought RCVs for that and just said, once I break these, I'll put the RCVs in, never broke them. So they were Yukon, Yukon axle shafts with the Yukon super joints in them that I never serviced. I might've put four pumps of grease in them in the years (laughs) that I had it. Jeez. So I'm probably just going to use those. Yeah. I'll pull them apart, see if the trunnions are all chewed up. Is that an F-250 Dana 44? On what? Is that an F-250 44 under it? No. Or you're going to use no, the outers. I, I was going to use, use the outers because yeah, yeah. Jeep right. and Chevy are the same. Right. Um. So I was going to use those joints in the outers. Um. I was just going to use Jeff Bronco Graveyard inners because mm-hmm. somebody said they were Yukon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's but, the thing. Are they? Yeah. You call up Chris, I guarantee you'll get Yukons. Yes, it's true. Yeah. You could go that route and see if Chris can get you a good deal. That's probably what I'm going to do. I'll call you. I'll call you in the morning, Chris. I'm pretty sure that's 105, 105% price match on Yukon. Really? I think so. Hmm. Don't hold me. Well, either way, you got that TOP discount. You get the DOP discount. You get the I shouted you out on the podcast, Chris. No, honestly, even the, the TOP discount might be the difference between buying a USA standard gear. And a Yukon because it's like, <laughs> what do you want the hundred and six dollar or like the hundred and twenty dollar? And you're like, I mean, uh, you know what I mean? Like, but it's like get, it's do you get a lifetime warranty with uh, uh, USA US standard. standard? Ooh. If you're, or is it the five year, like, or ten year, like, uh, what is it, Richmond Ten Factory? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I feel like it is not lifetime unless they're Yukon, but visually you can't tell the difference. Yeah, because yeah. they both have forty three forty stamped on the thing until mm-hmm. you're axle over things and, and it over things when it over things so it, the the thing it, touches the thing and it rubs the 4340 off mm. chris is like send me a picture of the 4340 i'm like that's exactly where it failed and 
that smashed the 4340. Like, it stamped it flat. And I was like, well, yeah. you can kind of make out the beginning of the four. Like, Yeah. <laughs> but he, did that he on got purpose. you taken care of. Yeah, he's taken care of either way. But it's yeah. just like. They did that on purpose. Yeah. I thought that, too. I said, I was like, <laughs> wait, but when it fails, it smashes that. <laughs> These aren't our shafts. The, the stamping's not there. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the part where it's all grooved, taken apart? <laughs> There's a gig, giant groove missing out of it? Yeah. But I honestly thought about the shafts that I buy. I st- send them over to Brannick and I have them machine it for like 50 degree steering, yeah. but I don't know on six joints won't be able to handle it. Maybe they will. They well, might be. They will. The U joints will be fine. I don't think yeah. the axle will do it. It is just that the yeah. axles contact each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and that's why well, it machines them. You machine yeah. it. Yeah. But okay, I don't then know. Maybe it'll be fine. But it being a Dana 44 axle, I know on the sixties, the, the strength loss is marginal. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I really need the steering. Paper thin. You're I mean, short wheelbase. You'll probably be fine. It still steers like shit. For, for sure. So I guess. It, it, steals, it steers like What's shit. What's that got for lockers in it? Uh, Detroit in the rear, and I'm welded in the front. Ugh. I don't mind how mine steers, and I'm longer than you. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Even though you were bitching well, about can, it three podcasts ago. Well, that's because I had three PSI in my tire or zero uh, yeah. at some point. <laughs> I didn't know about it. So it's just completely pushing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were the times that it steered terrible. Well, so I have as much as many turns to the left as I do to the right now. That's where good. the last time oh, yeah. I didn't. What was like a steering turn? box was the clocked wrong pitman <sighs> or something? You know, I don't know. I think uh, tie rod end was loose and the steering box was sloppy and leaking. And it's hard telling. How'd you remedy that? Put a new steering box in it. Oh, fix that problem. Yeah. Hydro assist. <laughs> ah. Yeah, but yeah. when you put the new steering box in, you also index the pitman arm correctly. Probably. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, you must have done it right because yeah. it goes the same direction. Yes. The same amount of turns both ways. But I I put those Mastercraft seats in it and... That made the difference. Well, that's probably <laughs> it. Hold on. Hold on. So to get in, I had to squeeze between the bolster of the seat and the steering mm-hmm. wheel. And it was super... Like, I'm not a fat guy, but I'm not a thin guy, and it's not a very big cab. Mm-hmm. So I ordered a super sweet wood grain Grant steering wheel. Found out I put that on upside down. So <laughs> how does one put that on upside down? Because Ford has two, it's you know has two flats on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. you can just go one way or the other. Yeah. And I was it was slightly turned in the in the shop. So That's funny. Mm. I'm not, it's, it's a trail rig. I really don't care. Yeah. But still, you didn't do a quick release. No, no. Cause that, that'd stick the steering wheel further in. Oh, and sorry. Touching his belly. So quick release mm-hmm. doesn't do any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to yeah. do a quick release in the Jeep. Pretty sure. You could, I need to. Why not? Yep. I don't How know. Do, you need do they make a, because I can't get on my high, my high bolster seats. Oh, it's fucking annoying. Oh, because your leg is stuck yeah. between the wheel and the seat. Yeah, my fat ass doesn't fit. Ah, uh, yeah, well, I have Do plenty they of room make up and a, down. An adapter to go to. Josh has got one of his, so probably. Well, Josh yeah. probably also welded a slug to his steering shaft. Oh, that's fine. I got a welder. What the fucker? I don't give a shit. Yeah, as long as it turns. Yeah, I mean that's what Gentry did on his. He welded just a slug on his yep. factory steering shaft. Trail cool. rigs are funny. 
We uh, had a car coming the other day. Mine's not a trail rig. <laughs> Gentry's uh, is not a trail rig either. Dude, right. he drives the shit out of that thing. Actually, and Gentry's is, would be a good example of this. Yes. So the other day, there's a this is a little off topic. There's a Venza out, parked out back with one of the back windows down. And I yell at the porter. I'm like, hey, the back window's down. And she's like, no, that thing's been in water up to like the windows. Like the, the electrical, just, just nothing. Like there's nothing. And I'm like, oh, so you can't roll the window up. She's like, yeah, it got towed and nothing. So like me and another master tech are like totaled, done. Water comes up past the yeah the door sills. Done. It's like, well, that's thousands, many thousands more than it would cost than this car is worth. Yeah. So it's, it's just done. And I think like, well, I've had that much water in snow day. Yeah. And I was just like, let's let it dry and it'd be okay. But <laughs> like, say, take Gentry's Jeep. Like there's a computer at some point, like. As at, moved at, it. At, at, we at some we height moved, where it's like as soon as we, that's underwater, it's like ooh. When we put that jeep together, we moved as much as we could upwards. Um, that jeep's gonna come a long way within the next year and a half. Longer than what it is. Big changes. We'll just say that. The thing about wiring harnesses, though, is like once they're underwater, technically it's done for. It's gonna like get, it's gonna get LS swapped. Oh, so it's not even going to matter. Like all that amongst, stuff. Just, amongst other things. Been gonna, talking to Adam. It's wide open of, design. It's going to get rid of the pit bulls. I hope so. <laughs> amongst other things. He said, so. If I, he's going to do all that, he should, he should really get with, uh, he should really talk with Marvin Stamel and see if he can get some kind of sponsorship, something kind of going with uh, BFG and switch over to a BFG 42 sticky black red label. Why, why does he need that when I could use a sponsor? Hey, Marvin, if you're listening to this, <laughs> Marvin hook, does not listen. Well, if he does <laughs> hook me up, <laughs> I'm just saying that he's got a 42, 41 and a half on there now. Yeah. Um, and, and he was, LS. he was talking about dropping down to forties. Really? That thing it, is built for 43s. It isn't it? It is. That's sort of what we built it for, but so budget, 42, budget wasn't there. Right. Um, understandably. So, but he's, he put those what, fancy blue and silver shocks on there. He's, that was a deal. He's got less money in those than I have in two rad flows. On the really? Mountain. Yes. Jesus. Yes. That's a deal. Um, Sometimes you get a smoking deal. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like a- but fuel fuel range on that is definitely a kicker because oh, he yeah. drove it to Toys for Tots. Yeah. And he blew apart that front axle shaft <laughs> and we pulled the slugs, pulled the front drive shaft. He picked up four mile a gallon. I'll bet. Now that rotating mass not spinning. Well, because he Why was, he was dry- slugs because it was cheaper it's than lockouts. Not a fucking trail rig. Stop it. Yeah, you why should definitely have, have lockouts. If you're why have all street. that nonsense? Eric, I am talking directly <laughs> to you. Why is all your shit spinning? Stop that. Well, Warren doesn't make a hardcore hub <clears throat> for a Super Duty. Uh, 05 plus, I guess. Mm-hmm. They do not make one. Because I get. I don't know anything about Super weird. Duty axles. Mm-hmm. So really? I can't, you can't look they don't make me one. I really just don't know. But they somebody makes a somebody's got to make a decent Warren, lockout. Warren makes a premium lockout. That's garbage. Permium. Um, Are they I'm, that I'm happy. I'm happy with the G2s that I've got in the. He's got. Yeah, he likes them. You've broken one. I broke one because I broke it. Like he, I literally broke, smashed it on a rock, rock, so you couldn't turn it anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then when I 
told G2, I need parts for it. They're like, we don't sell parts. We only sell whole lockouts. They're like, we can send you a screw kit. I was like, mm. that's fine. I'll take a screw kit. And then in the mail came a new set of lockouts. Yeah. I need, <laughs> I need part, like part number screw kit. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> they hooked me up, man. They're screws. They did. I talked to a person. The, and they hooked the screws me up. suck. The whoever screws uses, also suck too. Whoever uses Torx, I've got to order oh, is that what screw, they are? Ki- screw kits because mine, I had to pound a T25 in. I think three it is. Of a, them. No, it's a T15 or a T20. No, it's a T20. And I originally. Yeah, I had to pound a T25 in it just to get them off. Those I hubs are those sockets. Chris, Chris sent me those hubs a month ago. Yeah. They've been on and off once just for the regear. Really? Yes. It's a tapered bolt. And yeah. like, I, I learned my lesson. I anesthetized the hell out of them last time I put them in. I think Super Winch or somebody else runs that same style, that tapered bolt. It's got a tapered head on it and mm-hmm. the tapered head centers everything together. Mm-hmm. It is a very interesting design. I mean, it, it works great because it locks it in. Yep. But you can't like go you, to Ace or you get anything. Do best yep. and get, I got underwater once and I wanted to take the hub off and I literally had to cut the face of the hub off to get it off. Get the fuck out of here. I broke three Torx bits trying to get it loose. Wow. That's good. That's Tra- good torque. Yeah. But they're, and I tightened it with a quarter inch ratchet, just a little short guy. I didn't like to go all crazy or anything. Yeah. I, I used a screwdriver. They were so seized. Because I've got four yeah. bit screwdrivers. Mm-hmm. Used a screwdriver. Couldn't get back out. Well, somehow just the grit and shit in it mm-hmm. got yep. rusty. Just from wheeling a, it once. You put a chunk of sand in mm-hmm. between there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's locked. Yep. It has just become a one way bearing. It was that Redbird mud for me. Ooh. Was, we were just in, I was in water That's, above the hubs <clears> for like, 20 minutes so stuck that's government engineered mud yeah mm-hmm. that stuff's extra bad yes I, I know the guys that are responsible for that <laughs> might be one there's some bad dudes <laughs> some bad dudes but those g g2 hubs are awesome for the money yeah it's just their bolt kit sucks that's yeah inter- the, the style bolt the style bolt yeah yeah I mean, mm. the head, the Torx head could be deeper on it, too, because they're real shallow. Could you mm-hmm. just... This is going to be fun. Could you just buy a set of Allens with the same thread and the same length, throw it, chuck it up in a drill, and just take a grinder? Just well, the tapers, it, the tapers tape it like a quarter inch long. Oh, dude, it's even longer yeah. than that. The quarters, it's like a half inch long. Oh, it's, it's the silliest taper you ever saw. It's yeah. like, here's threads, and then the rest is just like taper. It's really? weird. It's the weirdest bolt you ever saw. Yep. I, I dislike the point much. of that. I wonder. I, I'm sure the point of that is literally to lock it in. Yes, mm-hmm. center it. Or center whatever, it. Yeah, well, like you said, mm-hmm. what center does make or sense? Or lock it in. Whatever. I mean, lock like, it in. Yeah. It's so you don't have to use a lock. Um, a lock, lock washer. Mm-hmm. Lock washer. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. I but mean, like, it stays in there. It's yeah. just getting it out. That's it. It stays <laughs> in there too good. Yeah. And you put some anesthesia on there. I did it hardcore last time. Yeah. My buddy's Help. been running them for dip it. You should have done it hardcore. Would have helped. Ha ha. Maybe Since next they time. make them for years. They're probably not even that expensive. How much are they? 300, 300 bucks. That's uh, three times what they're G2s cost. Yeah, they're <laughs> not cheap. Yeah, you can buy three sets of G2s. They're not cheap, so, but they do work. Yep. They, he, they're just busy. He unlocked his... He, they're busy. When you're putting them together, it's not two pieces. There's like I mean, three pieces, three or four pieces. Change. It's, not, it's not bad. With a spring and everything else. It's not bad. Try, eh. Well, it's not the bad. G2s are pretty simple. Yeah, yeah it encapsulates the little yeah. thing and mm-hmm. the spring. It's and a, the it has a piece of steel that goes against your the fr- the face mm-hmm. of the bearing. It has the big spring. It has a little washer that goes on the axle, mm-hmm. and then it has your inner uh, lockout, 
and then it has the outer lockout and then it has the cap. Uh, and then there's some, some, uh, there's, uh, the outer clip. Yeah. But they're all going to have that. Right. Yeah. That's sort of thing. where the G2s have the inner slug clip the snap ring. Yeah. And then the actual locking mechanism. Mm-hmm. And then it is a little done. simpler. Yeah. But the, what you experienced when we were on trail, you unlocked the lockouts and they didn't unlock. Well, <laughs> I had immediately, bumped, I had bumped yeah. the shifter into four wheel right, drive. They were yeah. bound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing with a G2 is like you unlock it, but it doesn't force it apart. No, it does not. And the spring has to, you, have to, you rely on the spring to force it apart. Whereas the hardcores fail to they lock. Fa- they failed to lock. So yes. when you, when you click that thing to free spin, you literally mechanically separate the two pieces. They cannot, oh, and that's yeah. why they're so hard to get undone. That's like when Derek so is hard. like, that's yeah. why I have a key. Oh, I mean, it's no big deal. All you got to do is just like rock the truck a little bit or go in reverse or even neutral and then it'll just yeah. like pop back out. But he was in four wheel drive. He mm. thought he unlocked them. Oh. So then when he went to move, he decimated the rest of that shaft. Got it. Yeah. That mm. was the issue. Dang. Mm-hmm. It happens. Oh, and if you uh, do that, don't only unlock one hub because the other one's still spinning He's when welded. you're welded. Because yeah. I did that. I blew yeah. out of usual. Uh, I was like, yeah, I did, oh, I'll just I did keep that going. Too. And I just grenading the other side because. Right. Yeah. 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 Who was it? Uh, Evan? He's like, dude, you're blowing sparks everywhere. There was yeah. sparks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was in front of you and I saw sparks. I thought they were coming from the pinion. Mm. I'm like, where the hell the sparks come from? I thought Vance was going to have to pull me out of that hole too because. Oh really? Yeah, but I just left I just, your ass. Yeah, well, <laughs> you just what? I just left your ass. Yeah. So just oh, sorry, like, bud. He's like, I got this. I got these Mickey's on here. I can go anywhere in two wheel drive. I'm like, whatever, Dan. He was saying that last walked time. right out of it. Walked right out of it. I figured you would. I mean, it wasn't like you were in a bad spot. You just had to get it to stop grinding and crunching. I had, I had to get it up that hill and through all that swampy. Oh yeah, shit. some shit. I, yeah, two wheel drive. You're it was fine. Sloppy. You got it. Yeah. And it was true two wheel drive. It wasn't that. like an open rear yeah. one wheel peel. That would have extra extra tough. Yeah. yeah. Mickey's would have done it though. Mickey's would have done it. One yeah. one wheel pushing one all wheel. three. Yep. <laughs> pushing yep. the other three around and fine. No stopping them. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't play in the quarry some, you know. Mickey's. I, I tootled around a little bit. Yeah. That's fine. You got back to the camper, you know, got back to the mm-hmm. to the uh, cabin just fine. Got back but, to the V notch and watched everybody. So I guess in this last little bit, since we're talking about this now, what are we, we're an hour and 37 minutes in. Oh, shit. We need to wrap this shit. It's 10.06. Yeah, we do. Oh, God. I got sleep to oh. get. We went wheeling this weekend, if you couldn't tell. We'll give you a quick recap. We got together for the hangover run. It was the first of the year, obviously. We actually didn't have ice this year. That was pleasant. But we did reserve a, can- uh, a cabin that slept 14 people. We had five of us the first night. It was... Jeremy Wilson, myself, Andy, Brian, and Evan uh, Abendroth, I think is how you say it. Um, we were all there the first night, hung out, watched the ball drop twice because we decided to stay up. <laughs> Thought about dropping dropping another another ball in mountain time, but decided it wasn't worth it. And so uh, we did that, went to bed, got up the next morning. Uh, some more people started showing up and uh, does speak easy and Vance and all them started showing up from down south. And uh, got out on trail probably a little bit later than we probably, it wasn't nine, it's probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock before we got on trail. And As then, par? Yeah, you know, mm. it's just not in a hurry to waiting, get out there. Waiting on somebody. Always. Who are we waiting on? What me? The fuck it was? I don't know why anybody waits on me. 
You sort Every, of play because you're slow. Play. Everybody <laughs> uses me as an excuse. Well, wait, no, Steve. Why? Don't wait. I'm not gonna do anything fun. I'm not gonna do anything exciting. <laughs> Don't wait on me. Just go. Uh, anyway, I did. I no, I went and got fuel in the morning. Yeah, because uh, you met me and Dustin in Vance when you guys were loading. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, did that. Uh, oh yeah, I went back to the camp and got Jess because she was showing up right as we we're getting ready to go check in. Nice job. Always <laughs> lost his lost his fidget spinners. Uh, anyway, so we uh, headed on trail and we went and ran red. Did mm-hmm. we run red first? Yeah, we ran red first. We I think first I got third. us turned around because we ran part of Blue Trail, and I don't remember going up that hill with all that concrete poured down it. Yeah, that's red. But I don't remember doing it. We did it. We did it. Yes. Mm. I don't know how you don't remember that. I don't know either. That's odd. You you came late. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's old orange. Mm-hmm. And we ran that. That's part of red. So we ran that. Uh, ran through the first third of red, and then Dave got us lost again. And then we're out in the dunes. Played around in dunes for a minute while Dave was trying to get uh, his rig figured out. Then we left there and went over to the quarry. Is that right? That's right, right? Yeah, because I broke. I know yeah. that, you know, that's when I knew I was broken on the access road back mm-hmm. to the quarry. Headed back over there. He broke on his way into the quarry, went back in the quarry, played around for a while. Played around for a good bit back there, probably mm-hmm. a couple, three hours at least. Mm-hmm. Then that was about close to two o'clock. Headed back to camp or headed back mm-hmm. to the cabin. Mm-hmm. Everybody came back to the cabin. We ate lunch, which was uh, leftover Mexican. We had a leftover fajitas. And uh, warmed up a bunch of that. Everybody ate that. Got a little rest. We all took back off. Evan stayed there at the cabin and hung out. He was like, man, I've hit enough rocks on my skid plate today. I am just going to hang out here for a bit. We had to drive that home, too. Huh? Yeah, he had to drive home. Mm. Yeah. He just got rocked so many times mm. in that going, doing, running that red trail. Mm. Yep. And I know what that feels like. You hit your diff or your skid plate on a rock and just it just dead stops you. It gets old quick. Mm-hmm. What was he in again? He was in the Forerunner. Oh, he was with the you. Maroon one. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. it. And so we went ahead and went out back out on trail. <clears throat> what did we run on after lunch? And we ran some more or, or some more red. Uh, I you packed took up. I, I loaded up and took off back home because we had weather coming in. Good. I can mess this story up and nobody will know mm-hmm. except for the 10 people that were out there. And I can't argue with you because I was at home too. <laughs> we went back out and I had uh, already downloaded when we were in the dunes <clears throat> and you were getting your sit, your uh, truck situated. I had downloaded on X. Mm-hmm. And then while we were at the cabin, I got the map loaded in and all that stuff. Headed back out, uh, got hooked up onto the on X and ran a, a bit of the like second half probably of red, mm-hmm. which was over on the four wheeler side of the creek. Kind of cut through the dunes. Dropped in on the backside of the creek, there where the creek would technically end, I suppose. To where all those swooping hill climbs and stuff where you go up and back in down. In the dunes? No, in the the four-wheeler side, back by the creek. Yeah. It I ran think, you up those. Yeah. So we ran, ran down there and then dropped into the creek. Ran, it just kind of zigzags you a bit down in around the creek area, mm. back kind of in the, what you would maybe call the bottoms around mm. where the creek's at. Ran around that for a bit, and then everybody's like, let's uh, let's go do something else. Like, all right, cool. So we headed off. I think we went back to the quarry at that point. Went and goofed off there for a little bit. Jess needed to go home, so I went and dropped her off, and then I came back. This was getting pretty close to dark. It was starting to get to the point where you had your headlights on. 
and I went and played in the um, just off the creek there at the was it axle breaker. I don't know what you call that obstacle. Yet again, here we are. No names for anything at Badlands. Yep. 50,000 or 50 obstacles. No I've names. always known axle breaker <clears throat> as the one right by the Hayborn. See? That's and see, problem. we used to call that the V notch. And I was like, no, the V notch is off old red. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Just off the creek where that where that slab of rock is that you go straight up to head to the quarry. Uh, I went over there and goofed on that for a little bit. It was too wet. I couldn't get enough traction. I you know what could have helped? Mickey's? Yeah, yes, Mickey's. Forties. <laughs> Forties could have helped. Yeah. Just Mickey's. No, just Mickey's. Yeah. Stick with 38s. They're yeah. hard on parts. Not, as <laughs> hard it is. Enough on parts. Maybe yeah. run a 37, 1250 like a true Jeeper. That'd be nice. That's Jeep stuff right there. Yeah. I got Nobody runs bigger than 37s on a Jeep. Stop it, Jeep. What are you doing? Anyway. Sorry. I goofed off on that for a little bit. Uh, had some guys stop by and check on me. See if I need any spot going up it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just playing on this thing. It's like, I don't really want to roll it and I don't really want to break it. And then uh, took you went off. up it though, didn't you? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, you didn't? No. I thought I saw a video of you going up it. Not that one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I went and headed back to the quarry. So we had comms, we had proper radios. Cha-ching. So sitting there at the creek, I'm like, you guys still in the quarry? Yep. Okay. Headed back over there. They were all kind of goofing around. When I got back in the quarry, they were um, watching the guys uh, play over by the pond. They were over that way and went and played with them for a little bit. Watched them watch uh, Josh Anderson do a big old burnout. That was fun. There's some video of that on the Trail Riders page, I believe. Saw that one. And we played around there for a little bit. And then we decided we'd go night wheel out on the trails. So we went in trail road for a bit somewhere, somewhere in there. After lunch, when we were in the quarry, was it before lunch? Oh, yeah, it was before lunch. When we went back to the, the actual V-notch, mm-hmm. we missed that. We left that part out. Mm-hmm. We played the quarry. That included the V-notch. <laughs> um, but that's where uh, the ZJ played on the V-notch and tried to get up it. And Brennan Hafner got up in his XJ on 36s mm-hmm. with a Dana 30 and an eight and a quarter. It's with, got chromos with his eight lug trail readies. Yes. Half one ton. It's a weird setup for sure, <laughs> but it works. And it's he's not what, afra- clearly it's he's, what he has. So it, he was not afraid to beat on it. You were talking to, you were like kind of, I heard you in the video kind of talking to him a little bit. I'm like, you have not wheeled with this guy. Mm-mm. No, yeah. no, that's not, not afraid. No. Yeah. I saw not him go up that. And the way he got up was given it the beans. Well, that there was, was very light for him. There was the stereotypical U joint squeak too. Just that's fine. <laughs> it's fine it never got any worse but it definitely didn't get any better and he said he can't figure out what it is because all those shafts are brand new that's weird so that is strange mm -hmm. Hmm. that is bizarre so it's probably a unit bearing honestly i think it was drive shaft think so i think it was rotational i think it's the centering pin and the cv and the Hmm. front drive shaft when those dry out they do make noises Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we played on the, that was, I'm sorry, kind of backtracked a little bit. We played on that V-notch, and then I went up the V-notch and made it look easy, because that's how I do things. Ha-ha. After, Dustin, after. Dustin made it look very easy. Oh, did he? Vance, see, I didn't even see him go Vance up Vance made it up it with. Really? With winch. Oh, okay. Um, he's just that, short. He's yeah, short wheelbase. The, yeah, he's yeah, not, he's factory TJ wheelbase. That is sketchy. That's why you but, say he made it up. I was like, yeesh. But it was. 
he's trying to climb with both axles. Right. You know, so he just bumped himself up and then just walked right up it. Yeah. So that little, little that little Jeep on short arms is impressive. It is. It is stuff. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I tried red trail twice. The first time was two trips ago and I pulled the front drive shaft apart. And the second time was the toys for tots. Mm. And I, I got pretty rough on it and couldn't get up it because I was, I came at it straight, which is what I was mm-hmm. used to. But since it's so washed out of the bottom mm-hmm. now, I can't get up that. I can't get that double jump without really hammering on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just no cage, yeah. no balls. Yeah. Um, and That's then a lot once, of bouncing, once huh? Brendan hit it at that mm-hmm. angle and kind of showed the line, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll try that. And Jess, Jess's face told the story. She went up with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. She rode the whole day. That's awesome. She didn't, she didn't get out once. She kept trying to get out, and I was like, "No thanks." <laughs> I didn't stop long enough for her to get out. She was a little nervous. It's been it's been it's been three years, at least at least three years. The last time she was in that Jeep at the Badlands or in that Jeep period was May of seventeen. Good lord! Yeah, it's been a long time. So, when the only wheeling she's done since then is in Liberty, which was tr- aggressive trail riding. When was the last time that we went wheel on and? You rode with Matt and Jess rode with me, or maybe Matt rode with. That was 2018, December of 2018. Okay. Yep. I can't believe you remember stuff like that. We just, Jess and I just went through that like a month ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, we, um, so back to the, the evening after David left. It was nighttime. We watched him play down by the pond for a little bit. And then we hit out the trail, head out when hit the trails. This was probably, we ran those trails from probably five 30 to seven 30 or so, which is pretty dark in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, which is unfortunate that you can only wheel night wheeling in the winter at Badlands. It sucks. Unless it's event weekends. Even then you only get to go till nine, nine o'clock in Indiana in the summertime is daylight still. Yeah, I suppose it's, so. it's sundown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dusk. You never, if you will, you yeah, never it, get pitch black. You never get dark. And then, like in the winter, like this, if we just stayed out, even even at seven, it mm-hmm. was dark. Mm-hmm. Like it was plenty dark. Why and does everybody like night wheeling so much? Because it's wonderful. I'm well, scared of the dark, especially me at the too. <laughs> but it's fun because <laughs> it's like it's different. It changes everything, especially I'll, at the Badlands where a trail is easy during the day oh yeah it's completely different at night yeah i guess when, it's because of my when, lack of light bars i don't like night wheel yeah that's the problem i don't have a shiver lighting yeah same here i don't either but it was it was fine i had somebody in front of me had some lights had somebody behind me had some lights i just turned my lights off and had the parking lights running because i'm like i got headlights who like i don't need them right and so we ran a bunch of stuff it just changes the dynamic you can't see anything but what's in your immediate you know area yep there's a little ravine um like back off the quarry kind of there's like this ravine you drop down in it and you can just run through this little ravine area that's really tight um i'm sure you've been in it there's Probably. a yellow at the end of it at the one end of it there's a trail with a yellow diff cover on it like on a tree there's a diff cover with a smiley face you don't know what i'm talking I've, about i've been on that one yeah it i'm not might sure be too narrow for mike to fit in no 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 that no? ravine's not no the ravine's fine but like where that diff cover in mm-hmm. is that diff cover is that's one end of it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't go up that trail where the diff covers at, if you come down and just turn right, 
you can follow that all the way. It just zigzags fishes all mm. the way through there. It's it's really a cool trail. It's beautiful mm. daytime and at nighttime. It's awesome because there's nothing down there. It's mm. flat. There's no obstacles, but it's just kind of cool because you can't get you. You can get out of it, but it's, you know, it just snakes through there and it's got high walls on it. It's fun. Anyway, ran a bit of that. And then we ran. <laughs> we went to go leave. We went up up where that diff cover was at mm. and went out that way. And normal way is not too bad. But the normal way has got a tree down. There's tons of trees down at the Badlands right now. And we ended up taking a different route. And Dustin tried to roll going down a hill because it was so tight. Or didn't, he didn't roll. He got into his rocker or something like that with a tree. He's like, yeah, anybody wider than a Toyota is not going to fit down this. And so we had to figure out where everybody else was going to go. Because we had a full-bodied JK with a hard top. And we had a couple other full-size rigs. A JK counts as a full-size now? A full size JK. They're substantially wider than like a a TJ. That's I'd like to get the measurements. I'd like to see how close Mm -hmm. it is because I'll bet it's not far off of how wide you are. So we're talking axle width or body width. I'm not body width. Really? I mean, I know Nobias is not the widest truck in the world. Yeah. Not compared to like a newer truck, but still. Um, But uh, and then you have a painted hard top. So if you lean it all like, yeah, no bueno. And so anyway, we, uh, we got down a hill that was pretty, it was, it was not rough. It just, the hill kind of went down and had a couple stair steps in it. So you need to kind of like, just let it roll. Otherwise you pick the back tire up. I got down to the bottom and Josh goes, how was that? I was like, not bad. He goes, you lift a tire. I was like, I don't think so. He goes, it sure looked like you did from here. He's like, I saw daylight. Like, okay. (laughs) I was like, I felt bumpy, but it wasn't, you just got to go quick. Yeah. You just got to let the brakes and just let it roll. So we did that and then wrapped up the night and then headed back to the cabin. There were. 11 of us in the cabin that night. It was noisy. I'll bet. There's a party going on. It's a good thing I went home. It was a good, you know, it was a good, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just hung out. And Dave would have needed a sponsor. Yes. <laughs> a sponsor. <laughs> yes. He, the real Dave would have come out. Right. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we got back to the cabin and we ate uh, chili. So Nikki, uh, and Nikki, I think it's Nikki Lawrence, Adam and Nikki, they brought a white chicken, like chili. And it was fire. Awesome. And then Jordan made a uh, regular chili that she didn't have chili powder for. So she didn't put any chili powder in it. So it was tomato it soup. Was vegetable soup. Vegetable soup. That's what I was thinking. Like yeah, beans, right. <laughs> but it was really good. Awesome. And then she came back from the store. They came back from the store and they're like, hey, yeah, I put some chili powder in there. It's like, so you ruined it. And she's like, no, I made it better. I'm like, mm, debatable. I didn't have any more of it. So I couldn't tell you. Oh. Dang. But it was really good by itself. I had a little bit of sour cream and a little bit of cheese. I had, we had the fajitas from El Toro. We had like the big, like, um, company thing of fajitas and stuff. Plenty of fajitas. Plenty of fajitas. But what also came with that is an entire like saucer pan, like a 10 inch saucer of cheese, of grated cheese. Wow. So I was like, hmm, just took some of that, that good cheese and just put it on the, on the chili. Mm, fire so we ate that and then hung out watched some tv we watched the latest edition of the 24 hour to hell and back nice and then everybody hung out to about midnight and i was like fuck you all and so i went to bed and then I, we got up next morning everybody kind of packed up stuff we cut collect we checked out about 10 10 30 checked out of there decided to go wheeling so adam the the Lawrence's, the Wheelers, and myself and Todd Hempel, we all went. Uh, he was in the JK. 
We all went Todd out. Todd wheels a JK? Mm-hmm. I didn't know he had a wheeling rig at all. I yeah. never, didn't even know he went wheeling at all. So Todd has a 86. Todd has an 86 Toyota pickup. Okay. And it was a show truck. It was a uh, ITC. I don't know. 90s show truck. They were, it was pink and purple and yellow, maybe. Okay. And uh, chrome drive shafts, chrome suspension, chrome leaf springs, yeah. like full show truck. Okay. Then he decided his uncle never finished it. And so Todd turned it into a wheeling rig years ago. Top, really silly. top cut off of it. Like it has the, it has a roof cut off. It's a roadster. Wow. Yeah. And he turned into a, he put the top back on it and turned it into a wheeling rig. And that's what he wheels. Well, that's what he would wheel, but he just recently bought a JK, a 2015, I think he said it was JK. And, um, he takes it out a little bit. Oh, that's yep. fun. It's not like not built or anything like that, but he's like, yeah, you know, just, it's a Jeep. I want a Jeep and, and it gets me back on trail a little bit. It did, it did fine for what it is. It's on 37s, but stock axles. Yeah. So it's on borrowed time. As long as he doesn't beat on it, it should be okay. It's got a lot of cool features, you know, like the newer vehicles have. It's got the hill descent. Then it oh, has, yeah, like I a, mean, you know, some traction control to help him crawl like as a locker. But anyway, we all went out. We ran, uh, we ran that first part of Red Trail again mm-hmm. because they weren't there to wheel it the day before. How's the guess. Durango doing that? Did well. Did it? Yep. Yep. And no problems. Um, yeah, we had no problems. The only time I think the Durango had an issue when I was there was at night wheeling. I had to pull them out. They took us up some stupid steep um, spot and he just went to go up it and it just bellied. It was just a big old. It was mm. right there where that diff covers at. Yeah. The top where that's out. Super washed out now. Really? Yeah. Well, you could see water just running down the trails into the quarry. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And well, the, where that was at was way worse than that. Mm. It wasn't from like recently. It was just, somebody got stuck there and rutted it, and mm. then somebody did some more. You know, it's just been yeah washed out quite a bit. And so I had to pull them out of that. Other than that, it did fine. Um, we ran that first little part, which was basically just old orange. We started where old orange started, essentially ran around, ran up that concrete wall because uh, Adam was wondering where that was at. He's like, "Where's that concrete wall?" It's like here. Like I'll take you to that. Okay. He's like, where's that rock garden that used to be over here? And so showing rock garden, he's like, man, this doesn't seem like the same rock garden. I'm like, that's because you ran it 10 plus years ago. Mm-hmm, it's like, right? it's not the same rock garden. <laughs> it's been hammered in the dirt for the past 10 years. If mm-hmm. they would take that excavator that's in the quarry mm-hmm. and run it over there to that rock garden and just just roll the rocks over, just turn everything back up mm-hmm. again. Holy cow. Just a lot of things in that park. If they would just go through and re-maintenance. There, the, there needs to be some trail grooming every few years. There needs to be some trail grooming. And that's what I, that that's one thing I liked about the cliffs. They groomed it? They did some grooming. Yeah. Like on the main trails. I, I mean, think, it, yeah. I don't but know the cliffs what, was a muddy mess. And I don't know what Kyle's, um, you know, plans or strategy is, mm-hmm. you know, but I would like to find out. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you shooting for? What are you aiming for here? Is it just side by sides? Is that your, you know, is that the bread and butter now? So that's what you have to focus on. And that new building is so big. I'm almost massive. If, if Kyle, I think Kyle would have a thing going if he had rig storage. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I people live right. in the city, 
hey, we've got a gold membership yeah, here. Mm-hmm. We'll buy a side fr- by side from you. We'll start at your facility. We'll come. You know, nice that would be for a lot of people. Yes, have it stored there. You don't mm-hmm. have to have it at home. You don't have to own a it trailer. It would not surprise me a bit because you can stack those. Oh yeah, like you, you have can put lift. shelving. Yep, just like you do with boats. Mm-hmm. That building looked big enough to easily put Definitely four tall high. Enough. Four, mm-hmm. maybe five high. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of rigs in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even if you just did the perimeter. Sw- swimming in money. Swimming in rent. It, it would definitely pay mm-hmm. for the building, yeah. the mortgage on the building. Well, I noticed they had all the rental machines there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, uh, you think they're going to bring it in from in town? I'll bet they do. Why pay rent on something? True story. Have, you know. The ground. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you're right. I'll bet they bring in. What's that called? Adventure rentals. Yes. Yeah. Because it used to be there in the old pro shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back when they had I'll like six right. side by sides. Do you think they'll move the uh, concessions back into that big building? I don't know. Somewhere. Like, Surely they're not going to leave in a food truck in a trailer. I think the money's spent on the trailer. <sighs> How is it any different than that older building? I got an idea. Let's 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 build another little building for the food shack, and then park the trailer in the quarry. Makes my life a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't have to go anywhere. If, the, trailer, to, yeah. if the trailer's mobile, can you just take it to the quarry and park it in the quarry? Sure. The food truck. Just put some big off-road tires on it and drag it back there. You don't need to. No, they've got they've the got the back access. The back yeah. access. Oh, right. Access. You can take yeah. it right into the quarry and park that sucker right in the middle of the quarry. Food. They might sell some food back there. That'd be fantastic. Oh, come on. If you're in the quarry and you were hungry, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna I could go for a corn dog right now. <laughs> I agree. I'll I'm bet just it, wondering. I'll bet on the busy weekends, I'll bet it'd make its money back there. Well, I'm, they're going to be making some money off that food truck on the 14th and 15th of this month. This month, January. Ultra four race is not January. It is. They've got. Come what? one more again. No, I think you're dreaming. It's in like a week. No, I think yeah, it's. It is in a week. I think it is. You're dreaming. No. Your information is skewed. I don't think so. Now we have to look it up. Yep. And you guys have to sit here and wait for us to look it up. I feel like Ian said something about it on the on the page, right? Oh, look at that. The exact person I was looking for. Do you know Ryan Terry? Mm-mm. Oh, really? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm thinking of. Where is hmm, it? Maybe not. Where is it? Oh, the 20. 20- what? I thought it Oh, that's 2016. My bad. Good grief. Are you well, just very wrong? Dave? No, no, no. no. I, I swear I'd seen it somewhere, and I honestly think Ian might have put it up on the Trail Riders page, but I could be wrong. Well, I thought so, but I don't see it now, so I'm yeah. wondering if maybe he just posted it. Um, But I'm almost positive that it was not when you were saying. Yeah. It... Old four racing back at Badlands Off-Road Park. It looks like it is July 15th, July. 16th. Okay. Still J. started with a J. I was thinking Jake, <laughs> Jake Terry. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I don't really okay. know him that okay, well. Okay, I thought you guys maybe, maybe lived over in the same area. He lives you? over in Bloomington, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Never wheeled with him. Talk back and forth on Facebook mm-hmm. about stuff. When you but, said something about that race shop uh, being over there in Peoria area. Uh, he worked at a race shop at one point. Yeah, he worked for Midwest Chassis. Gotcha. So I went to Chris Duncan Race Cars. It's, That's it. It's over. It's over in Havana, closer oh, to. That's Bray. Bray Stomping Ground. Yeah. 
Yep. Yep. Gotcha. So cool. But you need uh big dumb headers made for anything. You're ready to shut Those be the guys. Oh my gosh, two hours and two minutes Jeez. is too long. Yeah, I know. That's why yeah. I was saying what that. What did we do here? We talked a lot. Why mm-hmm. do we talk so much? Because Sorry. Dave's here and we don't usually talk to Dave that much. That's probably a good well. point. Um I was just gonna wrap it up what we were doing. We did we ran a little bit of orange on um old orange. We ran old orange on Sunday until we finished that rock garden out, mm. just basically that first third of mm. red that we always run. And then we uh we bounced out of there. I I went ahead and loaded up and went home. Nice smooth trip home, no problems. And then um Adam and the wheelers they stayed behind and wheeled some more. Apparently got stuck in some mud and did some stuff that I wouldn't would have liked anyway. Yeah, it sounds terrible. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hate mud. Hate mud. Fact. That's what I was screaming while I was out there trying to pull him up over that thing. And I was standing in three inches of mud trying to keep my my rope out of the mud. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. I was like, hate mud. Dang it. Hate it. Can't stand it. <laughs> oh, well. Everything was sandy. I opened my hatch and everything fell out of the hatch because I didn't have it strapped down into the mud. Hey, you know, speaking of straps, I asked Sandy Claus for a 10 foot tree saver shot, soft uh-huh. shackle. I got a 10 foot tree saver. Sandy Claus apparently didn't read oh, my list quite no. right. Yep. Yeah. 10 right. foot tree saver from crawler. Yep. Just play, mm. but, but I got an aluminum snatchering. Oh, that's mm. nice. That won't but work you, with it, but, but you need to, yeah, but I but need you the, have a soft shackle, right? I have a soft shackle, but not a tree saver. Soft right. Shackle. But you can use a soft shackle I, with the tree. Saver. I could do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ideally, you would have a tree saver soft shackle. Ideally. Well, if you'd stop buying $65 receivers off of eBay. I know. You could have bought one. I know it. But. Easily. Probably so. They're $45. Well, I guess you should get to order one. <laughs> I guess I should. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. Call up uh, Rick and put it in place an order, like place a, a, a bid. Bid on it for $45. A bid on it. And let him know that if nobody else outbids you in the next couple <laughs> days, just go ahead and charge the card. Right? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, we need awesome. to wrap this shit up. Yeah, we need mm-hmm. to go home. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to episode 107. Uh, Nobody's listening at this point. You don't even need to say that. Oh, we don't have to. Just, we're done. We're just done. I mean, like anything we say now doesn't count because it's been over two hours and no one's listening. You heard, you heard all the sponsors except for Offered Anonymous and Morph Late. You know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Dave, hey. thanks for being here. Well, thank you oh, for yeah. having me. It was nice. It was good to, to get your story. That was fun, actually. Mike, have you any more last words other than the ones I took from you? Nope. Okay. You like stole my last words, and then you stole my last words about my last words. I got nothing. All I got is I'm going home, going to sleep, okay. and I'm going to go to sleep angry. I'm Why? Because, you know, they all say never to go to sleep angry. Oh. I'm not going to look at you once when I go to bed. I'm going to turn the other cheek, and that's it. And gonna, now you won't be able to sleep tonight. I'm going to go home and edit a podcast and then get back up in three hours. Don't do that. Okay. Thanks for listening, and we'll get you on the trail. Bye. Bye.